Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Into the hideouts. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout and be heard. What, what, what's new? What are you doing, Hefe? Oh, what's new, J-Dubs? Welcome to the hideout, Rural Radio 104.1. Funniest night show in America and the best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. Booyah. Congratulations, you found it. Uh, I am El Hefe. That is J-Dubs. The big question of the night, are you going to be somebody? And how you be somebody is give us a call, 407-916-1041, and star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. That is Chunks, executive producer of The Hideout. It is Thursday night, so that means at 8 o'clock we'll have another Chunks Fat Man Diary. He's also in charge of the AOL Insta Messenger Real Radio Hideout. And he's a hungry bottom. That is Tommy Bateman. He's our director. Man's the talk and roll controls responsible for the hideout page on realradio.fm. Some of the new stuff on there, photos, including photos of uh, last night's guest, Dubs' cousin, By Curious BJ. <laughs> oh, uh, we gave out By Curious BJ's Yahoo Instant Messenger name last night. Just a bunch of people messing with him. That's awesome. <laughs> Tell him how gay he is. And... The power of the heretics. I love it. Um, also, I think there were pictures of the fatal fetish girls on there, too. If you missed it, it's Cody, K-O-D-Y underscore M-I-20. That is uh, Gibbs, the unpaid producer. He's the one who's going to be screening your phone calls at 407-916-1041 and 888-978-1041. Dubs, a lot to get done this evening and the starting of a new contest. Mm -hmm. I want to remind you, though, here in about 15 minutes, you heard the headlines on the Phillips file. Now you'll be able to turn those into prizes. Here in about 15 minutes, we'll do the Hideout Headlines game show. You get caught up on the day's news, and you will win tons of outstanding gifts and prizes from the promotional closet. So that is coming up here in uh, 15 minutes. Also, like I said, the uh, Fat Man Diary. Uh, at 9 o'clock is a hideout door prize blowout. A very cool game that we've had for a very long time, Tommy Bateman put together, uh, called Movie Buff, that I think you will enjoy. We didn't get to it last night, so we will definitely get to it tonight, and that's Hey Hideout, uh, a segment that is completely made up of your unscreened phone calls, where it is all about you. Uh, we have Gibbs's Guide to the Weekend, uh, a lot of news to get to, including uh, what I believe is the signal of the end times. Here, hmm. about, here in about uh, 30 minutes, I think I have definitive proof that the world is coming to an end. And you may want to go ahead and break the news to your children that they won't live to see uh, this coming Christmas. That quick. You think the world's coming to an end uh, within the next year? I'm seeing the signs. And according to these signs, man... And you opened up your eyes. You saw the sign. It's not good. It's not good at all. But, uh, Dubs, I'd like to start off with the show talking about something that we're going to be doing. Actually, mm-hmm. that I will be doing. Uh, this... Uh, the end of this month, I'm excited that I will be uh, taking the MSF Basic Writer course over at Orlando Harley-Davidson. Now, I... 
believe this is going to help me become a man. Mm -hmm. If I learn how to ride a motorcycle, I am going to finally become a man's man. I'm not. So you you don't consider yourself a man yet. You need to get on a bike and. Uh... I think it'll help. I think it'll help my tough guy image. <laughs> it can't hurt it. I'll tell you that much. Dro rides a bike, and not well, not a mongoose. But Alex a... rode a man. Why? No, that's hmm? not that's not what I'm. No. Oh, okay. I'm just I'm just wondering. I'm trying to get into what you're thinking here. But um, so here's what we're gonna be doing, and this is like an outstanding value too. Um, we're gonna give away three spots to take the class with me over at the Orlando Harley Davidson. Um, the classes will be the 23rd through the 25th of January, from eight in the morning until one o'clock in the afternoon. Okay. So we go there. We hang out, we learn all the safety stuff about riding a, riding a Harley and riding a bike from a Orlando Harley Davidson. And then uh, I think there's some classroom work, and then we actually get out on the field. Uh, whoever takes the class with me will also be getting uh, a certificate for a one-day rental of a Harley Davidson. Wow. So, yeah, so it's me and three other people taking this class. It'll be us hanging out. Uh, here's how we are going to... Get the winners. At a quarter past the hour, uh, every hour in the show, mm -hmm. so that means at 7.15, 8.15, 9.15, 10.15, you will hear a little cue to call in. Uh, during this cue to call in, whenever you hear it... Do you have to give the phrase of pace? No. Okay. you got to be caller 7. Okay. And uh, all you got to do is call up, Gibbs will get you info, and we'll put you in a little hat, and we'll make a drawing next Thursday to see the three people who are going to take the MS... F basic rider course uh, with me. So if you uh, have always wanted to ride a bike and you haven't really had the uh, know-how or you know just you know you just never had that push to do it, every uh, quarter past the hour, every hour of the hideout for the next week, uh, you'll be able to get a chance to learn how to ride a bike and uh, do it with you. Yeah, and, and this is like a, I think the class normally uh, costs you you know a couple hundred bucks, mm -hmm. but this go around you're getting it for free. Uh, if you take it with me. So, again, that's going to be at a quarter. Do we have the sounder? Do we have it so we can hear what it sounds like at least? Now, you don't call in now, but you'll be calling in at 7.15. All right, let me hear this one, Tommy Bats. Is it in there? Ooh. Caller 7 right now at 407-916-1041 gets qualified to take the MSF Basic Rider course with El Jefe at Orlando Harley-Davidson. Qualifiers must be available the mornings of January 23rd through the 25th. Be somebody with Orlando Harley-Davidson and the hideout. On Real Radio 104.1. Okay. Um, That's basic uh, production there, but hey, that works. I hate the voice guy. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know why we found the gayest guy in the world. <laughs> no way, uh, Xander kicks ass. Uh, you don't call now. Right, people are already calling now. You don't call now. Although I like you're on top of it. It'll happen. I just wanted to play it. All right, now people are calling. <laughs> right, you know what? Go ahead and get it out of the way. All right. So it's not quarter past the hour this hour. That was, uh... yeah. That makes it easier because the game show. Oh, we do add the hideout headlines game show. All right, Gibbs, get caller seven right now then. I didn't even think about the game show. So we'll do it a little earlier. Okay. During the seven. Uh four oh seven nine one six one oh four one triple eight nine seven eight one oh four. You don't need just go through, say you call her one, you call her two, you call her three. Believe me, I've already told him this several times. It just takes him a while to understand. Mm hmm Like forever. I play it one more time so people are familiar with it. 
Caller 7 right now at 407-916-1041 gets qualified to take the MSF Basic Rider course with El Jefe at Orlando Harley-Davidson. Qualifiers must be available the mornings of January 23rd through the 25th. Be somebody with Orlando Harley-Davidson and the hideout. On Mirror Radio 104.1. Now here's the great thing about this, too, mm-hmm. is that we'll get four qualifiers during the night. At the end of the night, of the four qualifiers, we will draw a winner of a $50 gift certificate to Orlando Harley-Davidson. So at least you're going to be you're going to have an opportunity to be a winner at night, and then also next Thursday we will draw the three winners to take this bike class with me. Now we're drawing the winners for the bike class and everything. The great thing about uh, taking class and becoming a rider, you're going to be able to go on the Shannon Burke rides with them. Dude, this is actually what I'm talking about because I hear that Burke and Daniel are putting together this the real bike, mm-hmm. and so we were in the promotions meeting today, and I'm like, all right, I'm going to have this license now. Will I be able to ride the real bike? And they were like, Yeah. If awesome. Can, if you can if you can pry it away from Shannon. I'm like, Shannon's got two already. Yeah, what does he need a third? He don't need he didn't need to hog it. He can uh Nice wordplay. Hog it. I didn't that's not what I meant, but ah. Alright, I'm already getting into the lingo. Yeah, look at me, dude. I'm toughing it up. Are you gonna wear the chaps? Not yet. You can just ride a motorcycle on like a t shirt and shorts, right? Uh, I would wear jeans if I were you, or some kind of long pants. All right, uh, Giant Brian says the course is awesome. He took one in Colorado when he wanted to buy a bike and went from knowing zero about how to ride and then uh, also figured out and passed the riding test like in three days. And I hear the other good thing, too, about these uh, bikes, like taking mm-hmm. the test, is that you learn, like also like as a just a driver and kind of period, you know how... Really? No, that's not what I'm talking about. Oh. You know how to react to the bikers who are around you. You know what I mean? Like, you have a little bit more respect, and you're, you're a little bit more gracious and understanding of what it's like to be on a motorcycle. But I'm stoked about this, and I'm excited about the fact that I'm going to get to take the class with uh, three winners. So, again, quarter past the hour. We've already got our winner for this one. But at 8.15, 9.15, and 10.15, when you hear that sounder, uh, call in, be caller 7, and you'll get qualified to uh, to do this with me at Orlando Harley-Davidson. Now, you aren't only going to be doing uh, the uh, the course of three winners. It's three somebodies. And that's right. Because this automatically moves you into that category from nobody to somebody. Mm-hmm. And that we want to congratulate you on. All right, while well, Gibbs is getting everything set up and getting the qualifier, the first one of the uh, show, let's talk to uh, Rick and Kissimmee. You're in the hideout on Radio. What do you got, Rick? Ah, uh, he punched out. Punched out right at the uh, most inopportune time. All right, what is going on with Gibbs, and why is he on the phone constantly? He is the slowest phone screener we've ever had. Well, his head's so big, he has to put it up to his ear, and then when he wants to say something back, he has to move it down like like two feet to get to his mouth. What's the problem? I don't know. People just keep calling about the... Uh, you can just listen. Sorry, I got a winner. Sorry, I got a winner. What's wrong, Gibbs? There's so many people are calling in. I know it's perfect. That's what we want. This is crazy. Answer the phone. <laughs> you can't. You you're a phone screener. There's on, too many people. On too many. On the best, uh, the funniest show in America, Night Show. These lights don't understand. They keep blinking, one after another. Yes, it's a radio show. People hey, call. Guess what, Gibbs? They're about to light up even more. Time for you to call in right now. 
for the Hideout Headlines game show. Be somebody and win some prizes. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. It's time to be somebody. It's time to be a winner on the Hideout Headlines game show. Uh, some of the things that we have to give away tonight include a pair of tickets to WWE Super Show at the TD Waterhouse coming up the 30th. For more info, Ticketmaster.com. Also, too, we got the pair of tickets to the Orlando uh, Science Center for the Oconotron. Am I saying that right? Yeah. Um, I don't think I am. Atronicon. That's how you say it. Atronicon. The ultimate video game experience. Have we found out when we're going to get to get over there, Chunks, and check out what they have going on? Yeah, I think uh, early next week, maybe around Monday or Tuesday, we're going to be able to go over there and check it out. We also have tickets to the Super Bowl of Motorsports. And we were talking, uh, Chunks and I were talking to Drunky the Bear uh, mm. earlier this morning about what he and Tuttle have planned. And it is going to be badass. He was trying to rope Chunks into it. And Chunks was uh, sitting there being nobody. Of course. And also a four-pack of passes to the VIP party and world premiere of bikini bull riding at Jesse's uh, Jesse Black Saloon on Wednesday the 18th. Hot. The passes get you in the door and free drinks from 8 to 11. Wow. And that's with Daniel and Blackbean. So here are the prizes. It's time for you to call. The Hideout Headlines Game Show is next on Real Radio 104.1. Real Radio 104.1 in the Hideout. Uh, lines are jam-packed for the Hideout Headlines Game Show. Also, I want to congratulate Mark from a 3-2-1 area code, <laughs> dumbass Gibbs. You didn't get a, a city or anything from him. I want a first name, last name, and uh, where they're from. But Mark is the first Orlando Harley qualifier to take the uh, learner's course with me. Uh, there will be three winners total. He's just qualified, and we'll draw the winners on Thursday. So congratulations to Mark from the 321 area code. Uh, Mark, be expecting a call from Gibbs in the next 15 minutes to get your full info. Dumbass. <laughs> Not you, Mark Gibbs. Uh, all right, here we go. Hideout Headlines Game Show. World National Local Sports Entertainment, True False Multiple Choice, fill in the blank, ba- uh, blank. Let's start with Chris and Altamont. You're first up, Chris. Which category would you like to go with? Uh, sports. All right, here's sports with Gibbs. All right, sports is a multiple choice question. Ray Allen and Magic player blank were ejected after a fight at the Magic Supersonics game last night. A, Dwight Howard. B, Keon Dooling. C, Jameer Nelson, or D, Steve Francis? Uh, D. It was B, Keon Dooling. All right, so it was Keon Dooling who was in the fight, but it's been Steve Francis who has been suspended by the Orlando Magic. Is that correct, Gibbs? Uh, it was, um, let's see. I don't know. It said... Hold uh, on. Hold on a second, Chris. <laughs> I don't know. On MSNBC, it said that Keon Dooling was suspended. I'm not sure about Steve Francis. Now, I know for... I was listening to the Phillips file, so I know for a fact that Steve Francis was uh, suspended. It was mm. also on Yahoo, but they said he was suspended for, um, I guess, contact detrimental to the team. So, Chris is a winner. I'm going to give that one to Chris. Now, I don't know about Keon Dooling. And what happened? But did Dooling get into the fight? Because we were on the air last night, mm. so we didn't get a chance to see what happened. Do you yeah. have any details on that? According to MSNBC, it was a pretty it was a pretty good fight, and uh, they <laughs> said Keon Dooling was. How a, many rounds did it go? <laughs> they actually commented on the quality of the fight. How many how many punches were landed? What's the percentage? Forty forty seven percent of the punches up. were landed. You moron! Did it go to the judges? Who won it? Who run it? Who won, won it? it? <laughs> um, I hate him so much. 
You are uh, sinking down to Daron and Chunk's uh, standards right now. Who won the fight? Uh, <laughs> Keon Dueling. Now you're just making it up. Fad. JJ in Orlando, you're next up in the hideout. World, national, local, or entertainment? What do you want, buddy? Oh, man, uh, I guess world. All right, here's world with Gibbs. All right, world is a true or false question. Oh, I love you. The, <laughs> thank you. The man who shot Pope John Paul II in 1981 was released from prison today after serving more than 25 years. True or false? False. That's true. He got released today? Yeah, he was released today. I show, he looked pretty happy in the picture. Too. <laughs> I imagine. Now, uh, he got released, and also uh, the guy who took a shot at Reagan. Has, Hinkley. Uh, yeah, Hinkley. He, uh, he gets unsupervised visits to his parents now uh, over the weekends. Then well, is it something like he can be out of their sight for no more than an hour? Well, I mean, it, it's not. I mean, Reagan's not alive anymore, so. So you're letting this guy walk through D.C. unsupervised? That's more of a punishment. Did you hear about that reporter uh, in D.C. who got like he was in Northwest, some pretty nice neighborhood, got jumped, got his ass beaten, and died. Jesus. Died from head trauma. So let Hinkley walk the streets of Southeast D.C. Yeah. Good luck. Uh, let's go to uh, Randy and Titus. I feel safer in prison. Yeah, you're next up in the hideout. National, local, or entertainment? What do you want, my friend? Hey, guys, I'd like uh, local. All right, here's local news we get. All right, local is a multiple-choice question. At least two men armed with blank beat three homeless men at separate locations in Fort Lauderdale early this morning, killing one. A, guns, B, crowbars, C, baseball bats, or D, chairs? I got a feeling it's uh, baseball bat. You are correct, sir. Hold on, you no are way. you are a winner, Randy. Yeah, yeah. And here's what I got. I got to wonder because they got it on videotape too. How do you wake up in the morning and think, hey, here's what I'm gonna do today? I'm gonna go beat some homeless people up because they're not down enough on their luck. Well, here's the thing. It is completely just a thing to beat someone up and possibly kill them when you're beating up homeless people. There's nothing you can steal from them. There's no, uh, there's nothing like that. That's true. It's not even like it's a robbery. You're, you're there to kill them. Yeah, you're there for the sport of beating homeless people. You can, you can take their soul, <laughs> and I have. I did that. Their soul's so empty at that point. And that's the other thing too. It's like, I mean, had... go beat up other people of no, the same well, quality well, if, you, if even... you're going to do it at all. Yeah, but why, who's... why stoop that low if you're psychotic? That's why people were outraged by the bum fights. Wow, that was uh, bums beating up bums. No, but remember the bum hunter when he would walk through that shanty town and then tie the tie the bum up? But he wouldn't kill him. He wouldn't even hurt him. But still, it's like, he, why are you picking on the homeless? What dude? he would do, he would uh, tie their feet and legs up and mark them and put them back out in the wild just so he knows that he's already inspected this one. Genius. That is so retarded. Leave the homeless people alone. I feel safer now. Mm-hmm. I, I, Matt, actually, who's in D.C., and by the way, Matt Albert leaves tomorrow to come down here to join us in Central Florida. And he was typing him, and he goes, oh, I'm about to leave the only place I've ever known. He's taking a train, isn't he? Yeah. Like Mighty Joe he, Young. He's bringing his mom and sister with him. Oh, God. All right, but he he types me this update. Uh, that's That reporter I was just talking about in mm-hmm. D.C. who got beat up, uh, they just brought in the suspect in the reporter's death. They caught a black guy trying to use the reporter's credit card. God. He's so stupid because there are no black Rosenbaums. 
So the credit card had Rosenbaum on it. I guess that was the reporter's name. And it's some brother there trying to pass it off. Like, yeah, I'm Charlie Rosenbaum. I'm the bomb. Um, all right, let's go to uh, Jeff and Daytona. You're next up in the Hideout Headlines game show. National or entertainment, Jeff? Uh, give me some entertainment. Here's entertainment with Gibbs. All right, entertainment is fill in the blank. This famous music group is suing two California men for $20 million, claiming they stole a trove of photos, recordings, and other band memorabilia from a warehouse. How big is a trove? As big as you want it to be. Okay. Is it fill in the blank? Yes, sir. It's fill in the blank. It is a, right. it's a musical group or band. Blue Man Group. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Jeff. Uh, Blue Man Group. <laughs> is, <laughs> is it a Blue Man? Is it the Blue Man Group? It was the Beach Boys. Oh, oh I'm me. sorry, Jeff. Hey, man, I was just throwing something out there, bro. I didn't know <laughs> if you knew. My bad. Beach Boys. Yeah. You tell me that's the only entertainment news you could find? Something <laughs> about the Beach Boys? I just thought it was funny because somebody stole t- like a whole bunch of stuff. A from trove. Him. A trove. I'd rather have you say, have something about the Fat Boys. Are they still together? No, nah, actually, one of them's dead and the other one's thin, uh-huh. and then there's uh, the other one's still fat. All right, that just ruined my night. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I can go on. Which one died? I'm not sure. I I, I watched a. Uh, I thought it was. Oh, the, where are they now? I thought it was thing. the one that was the most lovable, like the jolliest. Mm-hmm. The fat one. I hated him. Why? There's no because he was fat. Martian was a great album. Marty in Daytona, you're next up. You are left with national news. All right, bro. All right, man. All right, here is uh, Fathead Gibbs. All right, it's a true or false question. Uh, President Bush traveled to a still-ravaged Gulf Coast today after three months away, promising that a building boom is on its way and encouraging other Americans to visit, too. True or false? Uh, let's say true. That is absolutely true, sir. Hold on, you're a winner. Congratulations, Marty yeah. Hancock. I like the excitement. Yeah, because I'm hearing a... Look, you gotta you gotta walk the walk. I mean, he's been over there. He's been touting we're gonna do this, that, and the other. But ain't nothing really going on to rebuild Mm-mm. in New Orleans right now. What's he saying? What's the president saying? I don't know, but I don't really like how we're he gonna the rebuild word boom. this city with on tax rock and roll. cuts. <laughs> on rock and roll. <laughs> we're bringing in Starship. <laughs> we rebuilt this city. I don't even uh. I like how he just keeps going back. Uh, here's the thing. And he's going to be back in three months saying, uh, sorry we haven't rebuilt yet, but we're going to. We're trying to get the band back together. Not not happening too, uh, too easily right now, though. Starship is demanding a lot of money. <laughs> are we they need th- someone to cut the ribbon. Are they together? No, I don't think so. So now I'm finding out Starship and uh, the Fat Boys. One of them's dead in the fat boys, and one of them's skinny. Might as well be dead. Dead to me when you got, when you lose all that weight. Fat boy can't be skinny. Do you think they were getting a lot of ass, the fat boys? No. I bet they had to be, dude. They had a movie out. Yeah, Disorderlies. That was the worst movie in the world. It was great. <laughs> it was terrible. I, it wasn't that bad. Matt says he thinks it's the one with the glasses that died. The shortest and the fattest one. And he insists the light-skinned one wasn't fat, just chubby, so he shouldn't have counted. I think we should, uh, I think we should, when Matt gets down here, just get our own version of the fat boys going. Or just call it the fat boy. And that's going to be him. 
That poor kid has no idea what he's getting into. <laughs> Coming down. <laughs> living with me. Uh, At least he knows his way around the city. Yeah, I hear that's his biggest fear, getting lost. Why would oh, you just ask on. directions? Getting lost in Orlando? We lived in D.C. You've been around there. He didn't ever drive. Here's what we're going to do. He was never driving driving in D.C. Here's what we're going to do, and I'm going to go ahead and tell him now so he'll never trust any of us. We'll have him drive like one of us somewhere, (laughs) and then, hey, I'm going to run inside real fast, and then he grabs something to drink. And then whoever (laughs) runs inside runs in and hops into one of somebody else's car and takes off. So he's like left. Man. At the corner of OBT and Sand Lake, and he has to try to get back to Maitland. I can understand why he's a little bit worried about getting lost, because uh, when uh, he came down here and I had to drive him back to the airport, it was we hadn't lived out here that long, so I really didn't know my way back and forth to the airport. And we, we ended up like halfway to Tampa before we figured out, uh-oh, this ain't the way to the uh, the airport. <laughs> Alright, I wonder if he's gonna be pissed about that. I was, why did you tell him that? Because I want him to be afraid every time we ask him to drive us somewhere, just thinking, they're gonna ditch me. They're gonna ditch me anytime. Uh, yeah, I need you to drive me down to I drive. I'm gonna be, uh, (laughs) heading down there. Just, just leave him in the middle of, uh, Disney somewhere. He'll never find his way out. (laughs) We're heading down to Pleasure Island. Uh, you're driving. You're DD. And then uh, the other one of us has our car already down there, and we just take off, and he has to try to make his way back. It's going to be so great. And what we ought to do is we had to plant, like, the mini-disc recorder in his car. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. So oh we, God. So we oh can no. just hear it Bastards. the whole oh time. No. Bastards. <laughs> Ma- Marty and Melbourne, you're in the hideout of our radio. What's hey, up? Uh, Starship is still together. I seen him in concert, like, two months ago. Really? Where were they? At Disney. Oh. Oh, okay. Well, then, hey. get them. they suck. Oh, come (laughs) on. Get them in New Orleans. We're depending on them to rebuild that city. Because we know the president ain't getting it done. They have a foundation of rock and roll that they can build a city on. All right. I just just got in capital uh, capital letters the entire F-U. You can go ahead and say it. We're in safe hours. What? Uh, let's take a break. It's we a, haven't even done it yet. It's a, yeah. yeah, now you just have that to look forward to. <laughs> I can't wait for him to get here. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Dubs, I was talking about, uh, we were just talking about being over at Thurston's today. Yeah. And uh, right now, the loaner that I got is the, uh, it's got a sunroof on it. A really nice Saturn SUV. The moonroof, it actually moon, retracts. Is, that, is yeah. that what it is, moonroof? Mm-hmm. And, uh, man, I'm rolling down Maitland Boulevard with the moonroof open and the windows down. Like, it is, uh, like, it's the summertime. It's great. Love living in Florida. And that's the great thing about living in Florida. Mm Mm-hmm. You can do that almost year-round. Here's the problem. It's also happening in, uh, New York. You find that to be a problem? There's unseasonably warm weather. With temperatures in the 60s mm-hmm. in upstate New York, and it's January, a January heat wave. Good for them. They deserve it. A little break in the weather. Dude, this is signaling the end times. How is it signaling? It's not the end times because they get a 60-degree day. Absolutely. We have screwed up this planet to the point that it's not even operating the correct way that it was supposed to. 
it's not even uh, you. It's supposed to be uh, when. Remember, even when your chick went back to Michigan mm-hmm. for Christmas, mm-hmm. and it rained and it didn't snow for Christmas. Yeah, in Michigan. Yeah, it's a little odd, but I find it. I don't think we're ruining the earth. I think we're making it better, making it warmer year round. And uh, I, I think most people enjoy that. Okay, but that's going to in turn melt the ice caps. Have you not seen uh, The Day After Tomorrow? I am uh, pissed off that I saw The Day After Tomorrow because of the terrible quality of the movie and no storyline. Oh, I was hoping you could tell me the lottery numbers. Hmm. I Now I got it. <laughs> Took me a second there. I still don't get it. But haven't you seen this? You don't worry at all that we're ruining Mother Earth? No, not at all, because the uh, the human race is becoming more and more advanced uh, every day, every year. Uh, and I th- <laughs> Of course, you progress. Exactly, and I think that uh, technology will be able to fix what we've done to the Earth. I think we're going to get to the point where we can uh, replace the ice caps, uh, cool down the uh, Gulf. With uh, what? Like uh, air, exact- condi- exactly. air conditioners? Soon enough, we'll have something big and bad enough to uh, fix all this damage we've done to the Earth. and it, We can keep on doing whatever we want to this Earth. Future generations will be able to fix it. I can't believe it. So you are saying go ahead and screw everything up. Yeah. Drain it of its natural resources. That's why we have geniuses. So that... They can fix it. Our children can come up with something to try to fix the polar ice cap. Mm-hmm. And they will, out of necessity. That doesn't, that doesn't help. All right, I'm getting this from Darkness, who's up in Virginia, listening on realradio.fm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 70 degrees up there. Nice, congrats. That's not right, dude. Who doesn't like a 70-degree day? Everybody does. There's not one person who doesn't like that. Okay, the Wild Hawk says if the polar ice caps melted, sea level would rise only by like 11 inches. Yeah. But that's big news. 11 inches? That throws off the currents. Dude, you have to watch The Day After Tomorrow. No, you don't. Please. Look look up stuff on the Internet at least. It it explains it all. I'm pissed off that you're trying to sell copies of that piece of crap. Al Gore said everyone needed to see that movie. Al Gore's a boring retard. He's a former vice president. Give him a little respect. Hey, I voted for him, but still, he's boring as hell. I, I don't trust his quality of movies. Jay, you're on the hideout on Road Radio. What do you got, Jay? All right, listen, the, the world's definitely not coming to an end, and I'll tell you why. What? I got married. I'm from Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. You know how cold it gets there. Right. Of course. I got married December 28th. Mm-hmm. The, the day of my wedding, 68 degrees and in what? Indianapolis on December 28th. And when was that? That was uh, years ago, and I was I was thinking, you know, maybe the world's coming to an end, and I and I've been waiting ten years and for it to come to an end since my wedding, and it yeah. ain't happened yet. <laughs> since you've been married, you want it to come to an end. Yeah, I understand. Know it, brother. <laughs> <laughs> you preach on, preach on. Uh, and, you know what? What if the world does come to an end? Who cares? I do. I'd like to live. I got a lot to live for. Like I, what? Riding a motorcycle. I'm taking this bike class at Orlando Harley. I want to be around to, to do this. But if you die, everybody else is going to die from the world ending, so it doesn't matter. It ends so much suffering. All right. Alex says, uh, I agree with Dubs. That was a stupid movie. Terrible. Those stupid wolves. And who who can walk through, uh, walk from, uh, from where do you walk from? Uh, Philadelphia? 
to uh, to New York in all that snow and cold and didn't die? You know why he did it? He's Dennis Quaid. And Dennis Quaid can do anything. And for some reason, you can walk anywhere in snowshoes. Wait, what movie is this? The Day After Tomorrow. I thought that was a James Bond movie. All right, no, Bong Sh- Tomorrow Never Dies. Oh. Bong Swap Matt says, I'm going to adopt the J-Dub's Code of the Earth, go club some manatees mm-hmm. to death. Some scientists will clone more later. Exactly. Maybe seals, too. Those little seals. They look like an infant. They're just fun to hit in the head. Ladies first in the hideout, Alicia in Orlando. It's, what? Like, it's like a living version of whack-a-mole. Stop, dude. What's wrong with you? Go um, ahead, Alicia. Um, I saw a documentary once. It mm-hmm. was about how it came from the future. I think it was called Futurama. Um, all we have to do is just drop a great big ice cube yes. in the ocean once a year, and that keeps global warming from happening. That and happened totally in the true. documentary Futurama, and uh, they, they can... See what's going on, and they know yeah. how to fix it. I, if it that's came a, on every single week. It was the best. I, if that's a documentary, then I'm looking forward to an alcoholic robot. If we're gonna have those in the future. Oh, we will. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one. I can't believe. Look, man. Here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go stock up at Costco on water mm-hmm. and batteries and flashlights for this end of the world that's coming. Oh, you think that's going to be able to stop it? Because it can't be 60 degrees in upstate New York. Sure it can. Everybody's loving it right now. Ladies first in the hideout. We'll go to Elizabeth in Orlando. What do you got, Elizabeth? What's up, Elizabeth? Hi. Hey, what's up? Nothing. All right. You're going to stay there. Gibbs, you got to turn turn the radio down. I think she's like four. Well, maybe she agrees with me. Uh, Wyatt. One. Wyatt, Mount Dora, you're in the hideout. We got Wyatt. What's going on, everybody? Yo, Duke. I totally agree with Jay Doe's, man. Thank you. We're, we're, make, we're making this place a better place to live. We're making it warmer. The ice caps melt, so be it. Everybody will have beachfront property sipping pina coladas. Don't worry mm-hmm. about running to the Costco or whatever, getting bottles of water. Put your house up on stilts, buy your boat. Drill the hell out of Alaska so the gas can get back down to 89 cents a Thank gallon you. so we can put around in our big yacht. <laughs> the hell? That's the guy that's agreeing with you? We're just trying to make this world a better place for you and for me and for the whole entire uh, human race. I don't know if I'm the only one that sees it. The end of the world on the horizon. We're having tsunamis. We're having the most powerful hurricanes that have ever been. These things have been happening since the beginning of time. All right, Kat tells me she's stocking up on batteries. Oh, but that's for her toys. The dinosaurs got extinct, and they didn't do anything to the Earth. You know why? It just happens. It's not anything that we're doing wrong. It's the natural Earth cycle. But they had a comet or something. that. No, there was no comet. It was a meteor. Let's keep it. Jennifer in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Jennifer? Okay, Dubs, mm-hmm. this is creepier than the eye thing yesterday. What about also, what, looking at girls in the eyes when you're having sex? Is that creepy? That's you creepy. just have some shame going on, sweetheart. That is so creepy. I'm sorry. You want it. Why, now, what's the why, how, though? This is all about, uh, the, enough well, about Dubs and his lovemaking. What about the end of the world that's coming up? Well, I agree with you. I think it's definitely the end, but... He's the one talking about clubbing fantasy. <laughs> what the hell? It's, it's living whack-a-mole. Everybody loves that game. You go to Chuck E. Cheese and you have a blast. Usually they're little breadsticks that pop up. So you're just here to consume. 
You're not going to give anything. Of course I am. You're not going to give anything back to the earth, are you? Why don't you go plant a tree? Do something for Mother Earth. Because I'm not a gay hippie. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. I forgot to give them the love, and they more than uh, deserve it. I do want to thank the Wholesale Furniture Market uh, for sponsoring the Hideout Headlines game show. Our buddies Joe Dubs and uh, Big Dog Steve over there <laughs> at the Wholesale Furniture Market. Design of sofas normally $8.99, starting as low as $2.99. Wholesale Furniture Market, over 40,000 square feet of quality home furniture, 50 to 70% off every day. Wholesale Furniture Market, State Road 436 in Castleberry next to the Sam's Clubs. Uh, Sam's Club, 407-332-1314. And um, absolutely... Uh, thank uh, Joe Dubs and Big Dog Steve over there. They're good dudes. Right now we're talking about the end of the world, which I insist is on the verge of happening. Because it's in the 70s, 60s up in uh, New York. I think it's a, 70s it's a good in thing. D.C. I think it's definitely a positive thing. I'm not buying your whole idea either of, uh, let's ruin the earth now because the geniuses in the future will fix it because they'll have to. I'm not saying go out of your way to, but I'm saying don't go out, don't, uh, you know, bother yourself with, uh, trying to recycle and you stuff know, like that. You know who I'm beginning to agree with? Hmm. Ted Nugent. Ugh. You know that Ted Nugent plants over a thousand trees a year? Yeah, but he's a type of clover baby seal too. Yeah, you're right. That didn't really work out, does it? Yeah, he'd put one on his property and change it in. Triple H and Avito, you're in the hideout. We got Triple H. Hey, uh, I completely agree with you, and I thank you for, for saying it about the end of the world coming. I mm-hmm. felt that for, I don't know, maybe three, four years. So what? That, that the end of the world's coming. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, and I'm totally being realistic about it. It's just, you think about, you know, a couple years ago, we had, you know, Andrew, everything was normal. You get one or two major hurricanes, and then, boom, we got Charlie, we got Ivan, we got all this crap coming. Next year, it's ten times worse. I mean, we ran out of letters and had to go to the Greek alphabet. Yeah, we, and, uh, well, I, I've always no. said there's not enough letters anyway, so I don't think that's the issue. All right, so what? That's, you, never, that's never happened. I, Ever. So, so you, Dubs, your whole thing is now we should just add more letters to the alphabet yes. because of the hurricanes. No, I just think that there's more sounds uh, that we make with our mouth other than uh, the, uh, the what the alphabet provides. And here's the other thing. you got to factor in tsunamis, the earthquakes in the Middle exactly. East that are ravaging Pakistan and India. So that's God. That's not yeah. God. God isn't doing that. Mm-hmm. Our draining of the the world of its natural resources is doing that. Danny in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Danny? Hey, this is Danny, and uh, I'm not even too worried about uh, the whole drainage of the whole yeah resources and everything. I'm worried about the zombies because the Bible says that once the end of the world comes, the dead will walk, and that means zombies, and I don't want any part of that. All right, now here's the thing: zombies aren't real. Yes, they are. Don't you remember Dr. Picos? Or the cranberries? Alright, what if zombies did come back to life? What if all of a sudden you wake up and it's Dawn of the Dead right here in Central Florida? I'd try to bang one. What's with you? It's all about stories. Your life, that's why you bang a chick with one leg, that's why you bang a chick with an eye patch. So you can brag to your friends, say, dude, it was nasty. But I had to do it. You don't have sex with zombies, brother. Why not? They can't consent. No, don't. You know what? Don't even. Don't even. 
K9. It's like reading a retard. You know, K9, you're in Orlando. You know, you're shock jocking tonight, Dubs. What's up, dude? Hey, I just wanted to know, since it's the end of the world, should all chicks treat it as uh, every guy should get a freebie? Here's the thing. I am actually kind of pulling for that. Oh, here's the other thing, too, that I've been to talk about forever ago, and um, I didn't. You bring up an interesting point. There's an asteroid heading for Earth. Hmm? And it's going to be here in like 30-something years. Yeah? And they've projected the course it's going to hit us. So much so that they're even developing a plan that's a lot based on um, the movie Armageddon. Of Bruce Fla- Willis is going to do it? No, not Bruce Willis. Ben Affleck. I don't think he's uh, signed up for duty either. I'd rather have the Space Cowboys do it. <laughs> Bunch of old Geritals going into space to blow up a, a stupid asteroid. This one's real, man. I had this like last year. I didn't bring it up, and now I feel like I haven't lived up to my per- public service end of uh, what we're supposed to be doing here. James Winter Springs are in the hideout. What's up, James? Hey guys, how you doing? Great show. I live. I listen to 104.1 from the time I get up to the time I go to bed. Awesome. And you guys got a great show. Funny I also wanted to say something about Ted Nugent. Mm-hmm. Is that I heard an interview with him the other day, and that. Uh, for the last 20 years, the only meat that is in his freezer is meat that he's killed by Bo. Yes. Which, you know, he's a good bow hunter. Right. And he's had some TV shows on ESPN, which I love to watch. I'm a hunter myself. But I also want to mention that he plants those trees. Hunting the poop tank? you think he's laying corn out and come climbing them damn trees and using them as tree stands to kill what he's eating? <laughs> no, I actually know how he uh, how he hunts. At least when he lived in uh, Jackson, Michigan, he had his own little nature center where he would put animals in there and then go hunt them. The problem with it is he puts the animals in there. It's a caged-in area, so those animals can't really get out. So he's hunting these things down that are basically, uh, you know, uh, populated by him moving targets that can't really get away. That's my favorite thing when I was growing up. My stepdad would always take us fishing, Mm -hmm. but we'd go to these stocked catfish ponds. Mm -hmm. Where there's no real... uh... You're guaranteed, like, they put in new catfish, and they breed them there, and they can't go anywhere. And it's literally maybe the size of, like, the Clear Channel, like, building, like, Mm -hmm. you know, like, as far as around. So it's just like a little, uh, little pond. I like the retention ponds that are out here. Yeah, just about like that. See, we would go uh, fishing in those types of ponds too, but like they were not populated, uh, like self-populated. They were either you know something accidental, like a, a bird or something accidentally dropped one in or something. So we would we would catch stuff in there, but it was never uh, nothing was ever brought in. Patrick Burn, uh, Patrick and Burndale, you're in the hideout. We got Patrick. Yeah. Um... I think that George W. Bush is definitely going to have something to do with it, man. That guy's crazy. Now, here's the thing about George W. Bush, and you got to get on his side because he's getting Starship to rebuild New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Rebuild that city. So I don't think I think it's finally turning around for the president. And you're going to see, because of getting the band back together and therefore getting the city back together, approval ratings through the roof. Through the roof. Well, it's going to be uh, a research of uh, the Starship, just like you know uh, Queen did when uh, Wayne's World came out. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Remember, quarter past the hour in the Hideout, you get qualified to take the beginner course 
over at uh, Orlando Harley-Davidson with me. You. A great value. I'm going to learn how to ride motorcycles and be a man. We'll get to Chunks Fat Man Diary in two seconds. Ladies first in the hideout. Kimberly, what do you got in Winter Haven? Hey, guys. Um, I have to tell you my Ted Nugent story. When I was um, 15, my boyfriend at the time, I li- grew up in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. Yeah, I'm sorry. Ted Nugent's dad owns, I don't know, 15, 20 acres up there. Mm-hmm. And um, so my boyfriend's like, you want to go hunting with Ted Nugent? And I'm like, oh, yeah. And <laughs> I love damn Yankees at the time. So of course he did. Huh? Of course you did. Right. So I got up, not you know, put on my makeup, my big mm-hmm. hair, and got all ready. And my boyfriend gets there, and he's like, oh, uh-uh. You need to get back in the shower. And he made me wash with soap, deer piss soap, and mm-hmm. shampoo. Yeah. So we, fi- <laughs> so we finally get there, and it's Ted Nugent and his dad, and my boyfriend and his dad, and me. So we're walking out to the blinds or whatever, and every twig I would step on, he would turn around and look at me. We didn't even get halfway in. He's like, the girl's got to go. He was the biggest, you know what. I mean, I went home, smashed my damn Yankee tape, and ever since, I just think he's the biggest. Just smashed it anyway. All right, here's the thing. After the, chunk, yeah, right? after the Chunks Batman Diary, I'm going to tell a story about Ted Nugent and me, what happened uh, in, in, in mid-Michigan when I was on the radio there. And also, too, I'll play the clip of it. And it actually turns out it's the very first time Dubs and I were ever on the air together. So those of you, uh, I got all this Ted Nugent stuff. We should play that, Dubs. Mm-hmm. An, an old air check. Uh, and it was the first time that Dubs, were ever, uh, Dubs and I were ever on the air. Ted Nugent held such power at our old station. I got stories about this clown. But He, he would use uh, our station to sell jerky. Um, coming up, though, uh, it's a Chunk's Fat Man Diary. And that's brought to you by Universal Foam, Inc., Architectural Shapes and Sculpture for Themed Environments. Call 407-568-8914 or visit them on the web at universalfoaminc.com, the Chunks Fat Man Diary. Now, as a public service, the hideout presents a roadmap to dysfunction with Chunks and the Fat Man Diaries. All right. So, yeah, this is another great one. Uh, this this one I found uh, inspired by your uh, discussion of airplanes yesterday. Mm-hmm. And that caller... Sorry, I'm, I'm going to keep low tones. The caller who called in yesterday. And um, this kind of explains a little bit why I get frustrated with, the, with those uh, ladies like that. September 27th, 2001. A couple of horrible weeks. I've lost one grandparent and now another. Flying is horrible. I hate it, especially after what happened a couple of weeks ago. What happened? Uh, September 11th. Mm. Though President Bush is new, so it should be interesting to see what he does for his first major test of strength. I don't really take to the right, but I think that he will do a good job with the situation. And until then, I'm going to have to brave flying. Why were you flying home? Uh, I was actually flying to New York at a funeral. Whose funeral? Uh, grandfather. <laughs> yeah. really, uh, cool, man. Is that your grandma laughing? I'm going to uh, maintain decent tone. 
Should I, should I even? No, go ahead. Nobody likes these things. No, no go ahead. Love them. They suck. <laughs> All right, fine. It's great. Get a goon. Mm -hmm. I lost my place. <laughs> Though I'm going to have to tough through it. I checked my bag, grabbed my carry-on with me. Mm -hmm. It was just a simple small box containing a rare crystal jewelry box that I found my grandmother on eBay. Went onto the plane, and I got stuck in a row with a married couple. Which is great, because it reminds me of how big of a loser I am. Me being fat and thusly single. The chick decided to lay down in her seat, resting her legs in her husband's lap. Mm -hmm. I was blessed with the smell of her raunchy, bare feet dangling inches from my face. We take off, and everything is... Everyone is rightfully a little nervous. However, about 20 minutes into the flight, the chick in my row starts talking to her husband. Wow, these flights are really cheap. I wonder how long it'll last. Probably until one of them crashes or gets bombed. What the hell? Yeah. Then they both gave a slight laugh. <laughs> hey, you dumb blank. <laughs> You can't say that blank, you stupid, stupid blank, I say. Everyone is, is on edge to begin with. How stupid are you? Shut your wrinkly roast beef blank up. Hey, the husband says, calm down. Don't call my wife a blank. <clears throat> All right, so this is just riddled with curse words. Yeah, pretty much, man. I got. I mean, that was a very bad time, and especially for some stupid chick to be saying something like that and she really did say it and she thought it was funny she mm -hmm. gave a little giggle hmm. before I could respond <laughs> before I could respond a flight attendant was asking us what the problem was and before I could reply the husband remarks he called my wife a blank and he is making us nervous by the time the flight was landing <laughs> By this time, the flight was landing. When we landed, I was escorted off the plane <laughs> and questioned. <laughs> then I was told harshly that this was not the time to be fooling around. I hung my head and left the airport. I walked across the street to use a payphone. When all of a sudden... Call your grandpa? Oh, wait. Oh. oh. In heaven. <laughs> That's not funny, man. <laughs> oh, why am I laughing? Because <laughs> you're sick and twisted. <laughs> you ain't gonna be laughing when you're in the deep layer of hell. That's funny, huh? <laughs> <laughs> nah, yeah, no, nah, it's fine. It's all funny game. No, go ahead. Nah, seriously. Go ahead. Christ. Yeah, alright. A few more, yep. Get it out, yep. When all of the sudden... <laughs> Alright, let him finish. Should we just end it? No, we just no. End it? finish. When all of a sudden, 
I don't, where, where the hell was I? All right, let me redo this. You were uh, calling on a payphone to your Yeah, that's grandpa. right. Yeah, yeah. You paid attention. I'm flattered. Mm -hmm. I walked across the street to use a payphone. When all of a sudden, I felt a sharp pain in the back of my head. I fell forward and hit my head on a bench. And when the haze cleared, I looked to see the jackass husband that was on the plane running into his car and driving away. He punched in the back of the head? Yeah. He got donkey punched by a dude? <laughs> Why don't you say it so we can definitely understand? All right, here, hold on a second. Wait, let me turn the music off. I got donkey punched by a dude. Oh, Tommy, isolate that. Moron. Where the hell was I? What? I can't you, even... The guy ran back to his car. Why Why can't you keep track of this? I'm all clamp now. What's that? I don't know. I heard it on Saturday Night Live. It I was, don't know, but I dumped a, it. It's a funny word. Just in case. I think it's a Jewish term. Well, I dumped sure it, it is. just in case. Okay. I reach into my backpack to grab some change. Mm-hmm. However, as I reach back there, I notice a sharp pain on my hand. Needless to say, I pull my hand out of my backpack, pieces of broken crystal encrusted into my hand. So, uh, yeah, the crystal broke. And th there's the end of another great fat man. Diary. So... I got donkey punched by a dude. All right, no more music. Get rid of that. So, on this fat man... Yeah. Mm -hmm. You were flying after September 11th. Uh -huh. A lady next to you says an inappropriate remark. You call her out for it. Yeah. But instead, they get you. Yeah. And then you're questioned afterwards. Yep. And then a guy who, he punches you in the back of the head for talking trash to his chick. Yeah. And thus breaking the glass Glass crystal. That yeah, you got right. for your grandma. Off eBay. And oh. her husband had just died. Yeah, off the, off the eBay. And she already had enough to deal with because your grandpa just died, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Adrian in Orlando, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What's up, Adrian? Oh, hey, man. Uh, I'm just sorry that your grandpa died, Chunks, and I'm just curious why you're always mad. <laughs> yeah, why are you always mad, Chunks? You always uh, seem to have a bad uh, bad attitude. I don't know, Tony. I don't know. Some, his name was Adrian. But, like, I care. Uh... <laughs> I don't know, man. Sometimes I just get flustered, flusterated. Flusterated? Yeah. You know? Sometimes. No, I don't. Mm -hmm. All right, let's check in with Hideout News Director, Sir Gary the Prophet. Sir Gary! Good evening. How you out tonight? Outstanding. How are you, Sir Gary? I'm doing pretty good. Thank you. Doing a wonderful program tonight on Real Radio 4.1. Very tanning, very formative. It is. That's what we do. Yes, sir. What's in the news, Sir Gary? Well, um, a uh, white police lady uh, shot... Shot the, uh, the white girl with uh, with laser today. Oh wow! With the laser. Yes, sir. Um, why? Because uh, she claimed that the uh, lady that she arrested was was uh, going to hit her with a stick. <laughs> well, at least they tasered instead of actual shooting with a gun. Do you think it was warranted, Sir Gary? I think so. Should there be any investigations? I think there should be some investigation, though. All right, you know, I like that's what I like about you. You're yes, always uh, fair and balanced. You yes, want to you want to get to the bottom of the story? Yes, sir. What else is in the news, Sir Gary? Um. Well, um, they um, they was talking about that 
lady that holding people hostage at the bank in Osceola County again today. Yeah, mm-hmm. apparently she had possibly done it before, right? Yeah, so she did it before. This was her first time. Allegedly, that's the thing. One thing the newsman has learned. Allegedly. Yes, sir. And uh, so, what's going? What do you think is going to end up happening to her? They, they'll probably let her put her in jail for 90 years, I guess. 90? 90 years. So she'll probably get out when she's 130, huh? Yes, sir. Uh, well, that's plenty well, of time. At least, to... Yeah, at least she'll get out sometime. She'll get a lot of time to read, yes, work sir. out. Where are you going to be on uh, Sunday, Sir Gary? When Lord's willing, this next Sunday morning I'm at New 1030, I'll be at New Hope Property Baptist Church in Miller Dillon Street, Rear Garden, just past Ace Hardware, where Edward Ventures Pastor. Did on ground for one of the public's invited and welcome. Uh, thank you, Sir Gary. You have a good evening. Do you have a website yet? No. <laughs> Lordwilling.org, I think, is his website. All right, Dubs, take a break. Come back. Is it quarter past the hour? It's a hideout. Real Radio 104.1. Basically, we try to teach these people is that Mother, oh. the good Mother Earth provides <laughs> food, clothing, shelter, medicine, yeah. spirit, and... It teaches people that when you throw a light switch, yeah. you're hiring a man with a bulldozer spewing black uh, diesel fuel yeah. to get coal out of the earth. And when you use wood products, you're using up wood. The Nugent family has always planted our own trees. I'm the only guy that will ever sit at this desk that has planted 100,000 trees. I do it every spring, anywhere from 1,000 to 5,000 every spring since the late 60s. I feel if I'm going to use stuff, if I'm going to consume, I should put more back. What do you get out of it? What's the, what do you get? I get the gratification that... No, Person who participates get. unsolicited testimonials from every one of the contestants where they learned that hunting is beneficial it brings balance to the ground that we should support wildlife conservation habitat restoration like all the hunting organizations do that if you're going to use wood products you might some spring be part of the spring season of planting and put some more resources when you back kill in animals and these people say this themselves Wait. congratulations to Michelle Heidemann of Orlando, she is not qualified to take the MSF Basic Writer course with me at Orlando Harley-Davidson. Thursday of next week, we're going to draw the three winners who are going to take the class. Also, at the end of every night, of the four people who get qualified, because we get you qualified at a quarter past the hour, uh, one person who gets qualified each night, at the end of the night, will win a $50 gift certificate to Orlando Harley-Davidson. Ooh. And uh, we're going to take the class the morning of January 23rd through the 25th. And I'm, uh, so quarter past the hour, we're going to have another chance at 9.15 and 10.15. It's night in the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. All right, so Dubs, we just heard from the Nuge. Um, some of his uh, thoughts. Deadly Tedly. And, you know, I'll be honest with you. I, I, I find that more and more I'm beginning to agree with him just about the earth and stuff and what we're doing to it. Yeah, well, I mean, he he's well-intended in most of the stuff he does. Nah, I wouldn't say that. So when you and I were in uh, at Q106 Lansing's Rock Station. Mm-hmm. Got to uh, be the Q. You were working uh, overnights with our buddy Shafee on the Skank Shift. Mm-hmm. And I was uh, the news director in the mornings with Bob and Tom. Syndicated out of Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. Well, I did. I, I I commented on something during the during the show about because I guess at the time Ted Nugent was in Houston doing a concert. Uncle Ted. And he said, um, basically something to the effect of, "We need to in Houston." He says, mm-hmm. "We need to round up round up all the non English speakers." And send them, send those monkeys back to Mexico. 
Yeah, basically saying if you don't speak English, you shouldn't be in the country. So I go off. Mm Mm-hmm. And I call him a pompous ass and to shut his mouth. And if he doesn't, I got something I'll throw in there to shut it for him. Actually, amazingly gay when you think about it. <laughs> so then a flood of emails come in. Now, Dubs, I was cleaning out my place over the weekend, over the uh, holiday, and I found a couple of the emails. Oh, actually, emails to uh, our uh, PD, Bob Olson? Yes. Okay. Uh, here's one. And by at that time, I went by Alex Cruz. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, off, uh, my real name is Dro. Uh, the subject is Fire Cruz. Mr. Olson, who the hell does Alex Cruz think, he's, think he is coming into Ted Nugent's backyard for a week and calling Ted Nugent a rat bastard? Yeah, you, uh, you just started there. I forgot that I called him a rat bastard. And, that, and I even said this, and that Alex Cruz will never play a Ted Nugent tune again. Fire Alex Cruz. I'm so sick of people like Alex Cruz whining about, oh, I'm a minority and my family has suffered and we need a break. Please. <laughs> this is crazy. This is the first time I'm reading this. If he wants to be a minority, try being a 30-year-old white male in today's society. <laughs> Fire Alex Cruz. I will not listen to a radio station where the disc jockey refuses to play Ted. Rest assured, I will tell everyone in Ted Land about this. In capital letters, fire Alex Cruz. And, um, I, there was another one, but it's not as entertaining as that You've one. You've got mail. That's the best one. Yeah, that, isn't that gold? Take a look at these. Try to be a 30-year-old white man. You want to be a minority, be a 30-year-old white man in today's society. I think it's signed, uh, Future Putin. You've got mail. So anyway, I get called into Bob's office, our program director, and he goes, dude, I may have to fire you. Do you realize that we're in Lansing and Ted Nugent owns a place in Jackson, which is just south of Lansing? Mm Mm-hmm. And he has a company, like some sort of venison or go hunt, some bow store, or I don't know, whatever the hell it was. And they were doing a, uh, you know, they were advertising on the station. So he goes, dude, you're going to have to apologize to Ted Nugent and to everybody. And I'm like, he sat here, he said a racist statement, and I was defending my people. I can't believe you're going to fire me over this. So I went on the air, and I did an apology, and I just found this going through some of my old tapes. The only reason I really pull it is because, Dubs, I genuinely believe this was the first time that you and I were ever on the air. Uh, We hung out together before this, but uh, yeah, this is the only time uh, we were actually on the air together. So this this is, in a sense, hideout history as well. And this is, uh, I don't want to call you out or anything, this is when you were weighing 290. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. Now I'm a svelte 218. All right, so here's my here's my apology to Ted Nugent. All right, hold on. Now pause it. Now that I have nightmares about that music because that's that's the Bob and Tom music. For those of you who don't know, Bob and Tom is a syndicated show out of Indianapolis, and they've been they may have even been in Florida for a while. I think so. They may even have. 
God, that music brings back yeah. just horrific memories <laughs> of, like, I would have to play that music bed every time I was going to talk. Do you think this will uh, end up being one of those? Alright, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry, it just really it gives me chills. That's alright, I think my CD players are screwed up too. Is it? Six I don't know what the hell's wrong with it. Just, hold on, one second. 639. I, you, I, I you, don't know. I don't you, know what's wrong with it. Now you're doing it on purpose. Oh, I'm hitting the button, the off button. I, I got it. I got it this time. 639 at the Rock Station, Kyoto 6. The following weather update brought to you by Ameritech. Pays for use. All right, now, am I such a top 40 DJ or yeah, what? Yeah, this is a very, very um, upbeat and gay. Yeah, this is very early on when, you know, you smile when you talk. And what, When was this? Does it have a, a, a day on that? Um, on the April 14th. The year is 2000. Wow. That was almost, what, six years ago? Mm-hmm. You and I have known each other for six years? I guess so. Get the hell out of here. All right, continue. 639 at the Rock Station, Kyoto 6. The following weather update brought to you by Ameritech Pay-Per-Use. Pay-Per-Use. Here we go. Come on. Breezy with a high near 70. Breezy. Mostly clear, low near 52. And tomorrow, partly cloudy. High near 73 right now. 38 degrees. I'd like to get serious for a moment. I have an uh, intern, Justin, with me. I don't know if you heard about this uh, yesterday, Justin. <laughs> I uh, Justin, my Johnson, please call me by my slave name. Intern Justin, who was known as a Justin, my Johnson on the skank shift way back. Now, does that give you douche chills oh, hearing yeah. that? Do you even want to play any more of it? You just want to move on. Let's move on. <laughs> Kill it. It's just uncomfortable. Kill it. Stop from the beginning. Stop starting it from the beginning, you ass. Oh, it's... Tommy isolated it over there. You know? Alright, just play Oops. it. Yeah, I um I pissed off a lot of people yesterday, including management, uh, with the comments I made about Ted Nugent. And uh Now, how I... many times have you had to do an apology on the air, dubs? Uh a few times I've had to do apologies. Uh, the only major apology I've ever had to do. I got fired the next day. That's right. That was when you prank called the uh, crisis hotline. Mm-hmm. And I had to sit there saying, yeah, I'm, I sometimes I talk without thinking. Uh, I don't know half the things I say on the air, and uh, sometimes I regret it. And there's nothing... Uh, I'm sorry to the listening ear, uh, and it won't happen again. And there's nothing worse than when you're a DJ and you have to go on the air and read an apology. And here's Ben Fultz 5. Break. Enjoy. I was upset about some statements that he made uh, in Texas earlier this week on how non-English speakers should be rounded up and sent home. And uh, I, I realized that I should not have stated my feelings, and uh, I would actually like to apologize. Um, I've written a letter to Mr. Nugent, and uh, I'm ready to mail it. But uh, first, I'd like to share it with you, Justin, and also the listeners. And uh, I don't know, maybe you guys can uh, give me some feedback. Or- All right, now, as much as you hate the mm-hmm. name J-Dubs, can you Justin's e- not a really good radio name either. Can you ever go back to Justin? Because I got a great name, uh, Dro. Alex Cruz. Dro Cruz. Oh. That's even gayer than Alex Cruz. All right, let's take a break. No. We got to take a break. We'll take a break and we'll come back and we'll play it. If, uh, if, if we, we take, take a break, break I got to restart it. All right, mm-hmm. keep going. Mm-hmm. There's something on how I can change it or whatever. Okay, so uh, my letter to uh, Ted is um, written as follows. 
Cerdo, señor Nugent. Yo estoy Alejandro Cruz de la Pub in Tom programa en 5106. Anda ayer, yo me fueron loco y estúpido. Yo me apología. Yo pregunto tu perdón. Por favor, no te deportarme. Pero si quieres, yo quiero va para Cancún, Puerto Vallarta o Casamel. Aquí está un Taco Bell burrito y una botella de Corona para tú. Gracias, Michigan Cristo. Con mi corazón, Alejandro Cruz, 5106. P.S. ¿A dónde está Fred Bear? <laughs> What do you think? Don't change one Spanish word in that. I think maybe Ted Nugent will find it in his heart to forgive me. Maybe you can forgive me, too. If not, let's do this. All right. Worldwide All right. That's, yeah. Now, the worst thing is oh, that... Sandy. Uh, <laughs> the worst thing is that I had no idea uh, how to speak Spanish. Yeah. Well, it, re it sounded like you were just reading off a menu. Yeah, like I, like you I was... You started throwing out chimichanga and uh, Taco Bell in there. Like I went to Beto's. To uh to list off my apology. There's still more on the the track. What is it? Time for dirty rhetoric. Oh, come on! By tainted love. Ooh. Come on, that's all DJ tapes. That's I right, I right. <laughs> take a break. It's a hideout row radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the hideout row radio 104.1. Live on a Thursday night. Still coming up. Gibbs's guide to the weekend. The hideout door prize blowout, and again, more qualifications for the Orlando Harley MSF Basic Rider Course. Uh, I'm going to be taking the class, and we're going to get three people to take it with me, so you get qualified to do that. 407-916-1041, uh, 888-978-1041. So the whole thing about Ted Nugent is hunting. Like, he hunts. Hey, he's a big hunter. But, um, Dubs, you found a story where early man was actually hunted by animals. Yes, uh, there's a, uh, there was an article out today that uh, said that uh, they found an uh, old like, uh, skull from a human being, and it shows that he was actually hunted and killed by eagles. Man was hunted by eagles? Mm -hmm. That was one of the things that uh, early man had to deal with, being uh, hunted by large birds. Which I think has to be like one of the most. <laughs> Not those eagles. Oh, I still don't trust Glenn Fry though. No. But uh, that I I think that has to be one of the most horrific ways to die, just being pecked to death by a by a bird. Uh, what if it just came and swooped you up and then just took you somewhere but sooner or later he's gonna be pecking at you and then it dropped you and then it ate at your eyes and that's the way you died Ugh. can you imagine that just having a little beak or even a larger beak just ravaging into your body all right what do you think is the worst way animal way to die i would have to say probably the bird thing i never thought of being pecked to death by a bird until i saw this That has to be probably one of the worst ones. Uh, no right? way. What? Being you, pecked by a bird? No ima way. Imagine the pain of just that thing that's ripping at you. You die soon after they eat your eyeballs. No, you don't. You sit there blind, not knowing where they're going to peck next. But I would think uh, being trapped in a small area with rats and them eating at your body would have to be 
probably second worst. Like just being gnawed by a rat. All right, four zero seven nine one six one zero four one. Not that kind of rat. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what if you were stung to death by a bunch of scorpions? Or Gibbs, uh, what do you think? What's the... no, not those scorpions. Oh, you sorry. know, being eaten to death by a great white would have to be pretty bad. Too. Now, a shark, I think, would be an awful way to go because not this kind of great white. Oh, sorry. Um, because I think a shark is absolutely one of the worst ways because first they take a leg. More than likely. Mm-hmm. And then they, so not only are you writhing in pain from them taking a part of your body, then you got to figure the salt water's pouring into the wound, and then they're dragging you down to drown you. I think shark is worse than being pecked to death by a bird. I think a shark would be quicker. I think it hurts more when you're alive. Yeah, but just for that brief second, instead of like the long lasting, annoying, ripping pain of a big bird. Stamper in Bear Lake, you're in the hideout. What's up, bro? What up, what up? What you got? Hey, I don't care how big a bird is. I got two things, too, so don't hang up. Okay. This, but I don't care how big a bird is. I'll kick a bird's ass. Yeah. They got hollow bones, wide ribs. I'm reaching in and grabbing that bitch's heart. That's true. You can't beat up a bird, Dubs. I could, but the yeah, early man couldn't. Legs. You could probably just grab it by the head and twist and break its yeah. neck. A huge eagle? Yes, absolutely. Don't Ferocious. Be no, wrong. And what was the second thing? He yeah, he up. hung up. Uh, John and Kissimmee, you're in the hideout on rural radio. Worst animal death? Anaconda. First of all, they wrap around you, break every single bone in your body, uh, and then they then they eat you whole. I mean, there's no worse way than that. I mean, you suffocate to death, and every single body in your bones broken. Uh, you know what? That's actually a, that's a good one right there. How about being pounced by a tiger? Not this kind of tiger. Sorry. You'd be the only survivor, though. Kareem in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Kareem? Hey, uh, piranhas, all those small bites on I, your body. I've everywhere. heard piranhas can't... I remember growing up, man, when I was a kid on, like, like the crappy, like, uh, stations, they'd mm. always show those piranha movies where people getting eaten alive, but I've heard piranhas can't really do much. Oh, if you start bleeding, they'll eat you alive. It's over if you're bleeding? Everything. See, that's the tough part, too, because they're sm- so small and so quick, and they have those teeth. You really don't have much of a uh Like a, a swarm of bees. Ooh, how about that? Bees. Ooh, yeah. How about being stung? Stung to death by bees. And when are the killer bees finally going to get here? I guess they were never really a threat here in Florida. but They, I ca- rem- they kind of faded away after they lost in WrestleMania 4. But I remember when I was in Texas, that was the big thing was that killer bees were on their way up from Mexico, and they were going to come get us. Mm-hmm. I've even heard something about the whole killer bee theory was racist. Really? I, I, I wish I could remember this, because they were these bigger bees that were from Africa that were coming up to get us, invading our neighborhoods. I've heard that. How about, uh, like, one of those, like, tarantulas or spiders poisoning you? I th- Not this kind of poison. Oh, sorry. 
right, Destro says the worst way would be to be stung by a tarantula wasp. Is that even real? He says it paralyzes you and lays its larva in you, and then the larva eats its way out. Ugh. You know, that's what happens with uh, if you own a uh, like a gerbil or something. It'll cr- crawl into your throat while you're sleeping. If you sleep with your mouth open, it'll crawl a into your gerbil? throat. Yeah. Plant, like, uh, give birth to its babies, and all of them will eat their way out of your chest. That's a lie. Mm-mm. And, uh, and a cat, if you own a cat, don't have a baby. Because cats will jump on the chest of a baby and suck the breath out of them. I thought that was iPods. Mm-mm. Cats, too. All right, Yo Mutter says, how about getting banged to death by a horse? <laughs> you know there's a video out there of a guy getting that. No, there's not. Mm-hmm. Stop JoeRogan.net. Yep, go to JoeRogan.net. You can find a, a video of a guy uh, who uh, who's getting banged by a horse like it's his freak. And the horse gets a little hat overzealous and... Kills him. What? And why isn't that what's on the web on Wednesday nights with Tommy Bats? Think, I don't think we That's can play that audio. legal. The audio we can't even play? Yeah. I, mm. uh, you know, probably not. Mm. Damn it. Plus, I don't really want to sit through that again. <laughs> the All fourth right. time was bad enough. Stamper and Barely, you got cut nice off. That's how he feels. Yeah, I'm sorry. Speaking of kicking things ass, not only would I kick a bird's ass, but I'd like to grab one of them little Japanese dudes building these phones. Oh, all right. What else happened? <laughs> yeah, the, the worst way to die by an animal would be get constricted by like a big boa constrictor anaconda or something. Yes, yeah. somebody had already said the anaconda. That the, I think a snake one's pretty bad too. Yeah, is there more anything more scary than like a, a big snake or even one of those smaller snakes when they get up and like the cobras and they show their teeth and they strike? That's been one of the scariest sights in the world. You're face to face with a cobra. Mm-hmm. Or the cobra kai. Both Richard, of them very scary. Richard in Orlando, you're in the hideout. Yeah, guys, I've been listening. Uh, I think one of the scariest ways to go would be soldier ants when they come out of their mounds. They Ooh. come out in the millions, and they strip everything. When they go through the forest, anything that is vegetable or animal is eaten. Like they just take it right to the bone? Absolutely. Ooh. I'd never even heard of these soldier ants. Yeah. Kind of like fire ants. How big are they? Uh, they're about the size of a regular red ant, but, but they're millions of them. In South America, they have millions of them in there. All right, you know that's just crazy. All right, how about this one? How about a gator death roll, and then it drags you into its lair? Ooh. Not those kind of gators. Sorry. <laughs> Guy in car, you're in the hideout on the radio. <laughs> what do you got? Hey, you, you know that uh, episode of... Oh, hello? Yes. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. I got a super phone, too. The episode of uh, Creep Show at the end, where the guy gets killed, all those beetles in his... It was roaches. It was actual roaches. But, yeah, I remember the end of Creep Show, he was such a neat freak. Not beetles, roaches. And <laughs> not that kind of roach. Not a papa roach. Sorry. Uh, but I do remember that at the end of Creep Show, and... And all of a sudden, they started coming out from everywhere, and eventually he gets devoured by roaches. Absolutely, dude. That's a good one. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Talking about worst way to die animal death. First, though, uh, Jim in Winter Springs has a question. What's up, Jim? Hey, the worst way? Hey, give me the snakes. Give me the spiders, uh, the ants. Spend the weekend with my wife. (laughs) That animal. That pig. (laughs) Uh, Being eaten by that black hole. 
Oh, no, absolutely. <laughs> uh, did you have a you had a question about something else though? Uh, you know what? Uh, I need to take the bike course. Oh, yeah, all right. Well, listen. Quarter past the hour. That's when you get qualified. You got all week to get qualified for for the bike course. So when you hear that sounder to call in, it's over at the Orlando Harley. I'm taking the morning class over there, and we're getting uh, three people to take it with me. It's a great value. That ain't gonna be a lot of fun too. Mm-hmm. Going back to school, learning how to be a man, riding a bike, riding a Harley. Maybe I get a Kimmy. I get me a nice, uh, nice uh, bike over there. She can ride, uh, ride behind me. Hold ride, bitch. Ride, bitch. Yeah. Massaging me. I thought she uh, rode around with Misfit Matt on, on his hog. Oh. 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 Wow. <laughs> uh, let's see. Worst way to die. Let's see. Uh, Jim and Altima. What do you got, Jim? Hey, guys. Hey, buddy. Worst way. Killer bees. Yeah, I talked about the killer bees before and was actually disappointed by the fact that they never materialized. Well, you know, it's, you know, it's media hype. That's, that's... They're supposed to come from Mexico, you know, kill us all. Yeah, they were going to spread up and eventually hit Michigan, and it just never happened. How uh, how about those, uh, how about be- being eaten to death by, like, a, a pig or a hog? Not this kind of pig, not a war pig. Oh, sorry. Hmm. Gabe in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Gabe? Yeah, dude, um, oh, my God, being gradually ripped apart by hyenas. I think, be- but they, you just get real high and uh, laugh with them, and then they just leave you alone. Now here's the thing, yeah, but yeah, no, that's, that's true, that's true. Any sort of like cat, like a hyena, a lion, a uh, tiger. Here's what I imagine them doing: going after your face first, and like eating off your face or your throat. How about this? Being pummeled by a retard. That's not. They're not animals. They're they're human beings. Mm. Okay. What the hell? That's not even close to the conversation, dude. I was just wondering if that'd be a terrible way to die. Like, what? I think so. It doesn't fit the conversation, brother. Stay with me. Okay. Ashley and Edgewater, you're in the hideout. Hey, I just wanted to call and say that I think uh, getting mauled and stomped on by a hippo would be one of the most horrible animal deaths. They I... kill more people in Africa than lions, you know? Hippos do? Hi- what, hippos and elephants maybe, like, stomping them? Yeah. Well, like, hippos, they, like... They maul you and they drag you underwater. I well, that doesn't seem very nice, especially considering uh, we grew up with the game Hungry Hungry Hippos. Mm-hmm. Exactly, and then there's that horrible band, the Hippos. I've never even heard. Do we have the Hippos, Tommy? Are you on top I've, of that? You guys gotta have it. Uh, thank you, Ashley. See, she was even trying to set you up too. Thank you. I've never even heard of the Hippos. I've never heard of this band. This is them, though. Uh, no, not those Hippos. African Hippos. Yeah. What is this, Harry? What is this, Ska? Know, Sounds it like it. It says it's in the cover tune category. Huh. What song is it? Always something there to remember. I bet we play this Maybe on the weekend. Maybe remind me, but yeah. I don't know. No, yeah, this is that from the 80s tune. Always something there to remind me. Not that mm-hmm. kind. Okay, I can turn it off now. Sorry. <laughs> um, Let's go to John in Lake Mary. You're in the hideout. What's up, John? What up? Yo. Yo. The worst way to go, I think, has got to be a bear, man. They like they skin you. Like, remember that fruitcake who was caught in the woods there? <laughs> fruitcake, who uh, was uh, caught in the woods. Now he went out there to actually study the bears and say he could live with them, and then uh, he ended up being eaten alive by them. Really? Yeah. I hadn't heard about that. When, when did bad, that? Bro, they skin you. They'll they'll skin you. They skin you and then they eat you. It's crazy. All right, thank you. How about this? We talked about being eaten by a uh, a like a big uh, uh, eagle. What about just one of those small crows pecking at you? 
Not both kinds of girls. Are you sure? Because the singer is pretty scary and skinny and might Crow-like. peck you to death. Well, Sheik, you're in the hideout. What's going on? Hey, um, I was thinking about it. This might actually be a good way to die by an animal, but uh, maybe I'm maybe not. But, like, if you're walking through the desert and you're about to dehydrate and die anyway, you have the group of folks that come over and start tearing at you from your insides and pull out your intestines first. Right. Yeah, that's kind of gross. But then maybe you're, like, lucky because you're going to die anyway and they're just... Speeds it up. Yeah, and it just speeds up. Is this the same Lashik who's uh, hit me up on MySpace about playing baseball? Yeah. All right, I'm gonna get back at you. I'm forwarding your stuff to my manager, and we'll hit back. We're gonna get back at you. Playing Sunday. Cool. All right, buddy. Thank you. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one. Here's one that I think would be awful. These chimpanzees, these monkeys that have this like insane, like (laughs) not these kind of monkeys. Oh. Sorry. But I've heard of monkeys ripping. It's not a. You're being a monkey wrench. You're a monkey wrench in the segment. Oh, sorry. But it's a where they come in and they like. I've heard of monkeys and chimps like ripping arms off. Before. Oh yeah. Arms, feet, testicles. Ryan in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Ryan? Yeah, I wanted to uh, suggest, what about being gored by a bull? Uh, you know, what if you were one of the asses who ends up getting trampled and died at the running of the bulls in Spain? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty gnarly. And gnarly, nice. <laughs> Have you ever seen, like, any of those bulls, like, uh, during, like, uh, <laughs> not this kind of bulls. Uh, uh, sorry. <laughs> flip, like, one of those uh, rodeo clowns, like, over with their uh, horns? It just looks frightening. I'm surprised uh, there's not more uh, death at rodeos. I don't know how they do that. I've seen, like, like these animals, though, like, actually, like, a bull or something, like, stomp on oh, someone's yeah. head. And when they stomp on the person's head, they still survive. And you think they have to die. How has their skull not been bashed in? I don't know. How about, like, a, like one of those horses or something kicking someone? Like, have you ever seen a horse buck backwards and just boot someone? Christopher Reeve. Oh, yeah. That was his kryptonite. What the hell's wrong with you? All right, let's take a break. Right, here, we're going to do a rapid fire just to clear the phones because we got to do uh, the uh, hideout door prize blowout. So real fast. I, I need better rapid fire phone call music. This does This never works. Uh, Noel in Orlando, real fast, what do you got? All right, Mike in Daytona, what's yours? Mike. Oh, hey, uh, what if you got picked up by a giant owl? Owl. I heard SBK talking about giant owls today, and I think I'd be freaked out a little bit if it was a giant owl. Taylor in Orlando, you're next up. Rapid fire, what do you got? I think the worst one would be to have a cockroach lay its eggs inside of you and then eat your innards and all the way out. I didn't. I don't know if that can even happen, dude. Jim in Palm Bay, you're in the hideout. It's worse one to say, yeah. What's happening, guys? Yo, dope. Hey, check this out, man. Imagine, like, falling from a cliff and then just landing and, and being becoming paralyzed and, like, some wolves or dogs just eating you. You know, we didn't even think about that. Oh, How- yeah, Pitbull. Pitbull has to be an awful way to go. Not Temple of the Dog. No, I'm sorry. Jeff in Orlando, real fast. What do you got, buddy? Hey, what about eating, being eaten by a jackal? 
damn it. We don't have it. Did he finally stump oh, you? Oh, no, come on. <laughs> we have to have some Jesse James Dupree. We have to have a yeah, uh, lumberjack. Come on. come on. We don't have lumberjack? Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jeff. Bobo in Baltimore, you're in the hideout. What's up, Bobo? Oh, wait. Hold on. Hold on, Bobo. Hold on. All right, we do have Jackal. Very good. Nice. Uh, what do you got, Bobo? There's a parasitic catfish called the kandaroo that lives in the Amazon River. Mm -hmm. It likes to swim into the urethra of bathers who urinate in the water. Oh, I've heard about this. And then catfish, it, not cat scratch. Doesn't it, doesn't it expand when it's in there? It has little barbs on its gills, Oof. its fins, and its tail, and it fixes itself in there, and it lives off of mammals' blood. Oh, that's the worst. Thank you, Bobo. That's really nice of you. You're welcome. I love you guys. All right. Thank you, buddy. Uh, Nick, you're in the hideout. Last call. Hey, Hefe, uh, I think you're getting the gorillas and the monkeys mixed up. Oh, oh yeah, the gorillas. They get there and rip you apart. Yeah, gorillas could absolutely get in there and just uh, rip you to pieces. That would be They're stronger. Yeah, gorillas as opposed to monkeys, because they are actually separate things. Not these kinds of gorillas. Hideout rule. Uh, coming up next, hey, Tommy Bateman, we have the uh, hideout door prize blowout, right? Yes. All right, give me an example question so that people can begin to call and win. Uh, I'd have to go get my sheet of questions first. All right, coming up next, hideout door prize blowout. Call now and be a winner with the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. All right, time for you to be a winner. By the way, coming up in uh, actually 14 minutes, we'll do another qualification for the Orlando Harley MSF basic rider course that I am taking uh, over uh, at Orlando Harley Davidson, getting uh, g getting you qualified at a quarter past the hour. So 7:15, 8:15, 9:15, we get you qualified for that. Um, 407-916-1041-888-978-1041, and star 1041 on your singular wireless phones. Uh, Chunks, I believe that the uh, hideout door prize blowout. Is uh, brought to us by uh, the Universal Foam Inc. Uh, architectural shapes and sculpture for themed environments. 407-568-8914, or visit them on the web at universalfoaminc.com. All right, uh, Tommy Bateman, tell me what this game is. Do you know about celebrity nudity in movies? I uh, I would say you're the king of it. I don't I don't think I'm actually very good at it. How it's time to play Movie Buff with Tommy Bateman. Can you name that celebrity movie buff? Wow, it's almost like that was pre-produced months ago. <laughs> All right, so we've been sitting on the game show. I'm sorry. All right, so I'm just hoping some of this is still relevant. All right, give me some of the... Uh, how many questions? You have a lot of questions, don't you? Uh, I have like about 12. All right, great. So do you want to go uh, multiples, or how do you want to work it with the winners? We can go two out of three. All right, we'll go best two out of three. Nice. Let's start out um, with Garrett. Garrett in Orlando, you're first up in the movie buff game with Tommy Bateman. All right, give us a question, Tommy. I'm predicting a shutout on this game. All right, that's never good. We're trying to give away prizes. Yeah, well, whatever. <laughs> this is a wake up for the Chuck Norris and whatever other game. <laughs> Nude briefly in the 1993 movie California, this former girlfriend of Brad Pitt really showed us her little goods in strange days when she asked the camera, you want to watch or you going to do? Name this flat-chested movie buff. I think I know this one. I don't know that one. Garrett, do you have an idea? Uh, all I can think of is Jennifer Aniston, but I know that's not right. 
What does you go on with Jennifer Aniston? Yeah. No. Juliet Lewis. Lewis. Julia Lewis. Oh, I forgot that she dated Brad Pitt. Mm-hmm. I I like this guy. You get a you get two more shots. So here we go, Garrett. Here's a, another movie buff for Tommy Bateman. All right. Older yet hotter and more more more. I can say that word more sultry than Starlet's half her age. She's bared most. She's bared most in Showgirls and was topless after sharing a lesbian kiss with Jennifer Tilly in Bound. Name this Unbound bosom movie buff. I can't oh. Remember her name. I know her name. is. She's from that Saved by the Bell. Uh, Can you give us her Saved by the Bell name? No. Uh, Connie? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's no you were wrong on both counts. Gina Gershon. I, I was going to say Gina Gershon. Did you know this one? All right, Kat's actually pretty good at this game. Yeah, she knows where to find the nude women. <laughs> nice. Uh, let's go to, uh, what was this, Braun in Claremont? Yeah, what's up? All right, but here's, uh, here's Tommy Bateman in the movie buff game. All right. Best known for her role as Allie Mills in The Karate Kid, this actress's boobs went on to leave her top in the movie Leaving Las Vegas, and she showed her nice ass in the movie Holly, where she played a retard. I was hoping to see some nudity in The Hollow Man, but alas, Kevin Bacon took that role. Name this movie buff. Ooh. Ooh. I'm drawing a blank. Uh, no go then? No go. All right. Elizabeth Shue? Elizabeth Shue. Very good. She was naked? Yeah. Damn, I didn't know that. Oh, you get two out of three, so you got to sweep the next two, Braun. She's been naked in a couple months. All right. Uh, you know what? This game is pretty hard. I don't want to go at two out of three. Let's just go... Uh, if you get it right, you get uh, it. Yeah, but we'll give you one more chance, Braun. Cool. All right. All right, no one's going to get this one, so I'm going to give it to you. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, nice. go for it. This movie buff has a vast array of nudity to her credit. She cried after finding out her boyfriend was a girl, after bearing all in Boys Don't Cry. Her first nude scene was in the movie Kids, but now she's best known for giving real oral in the movie The Brown Bunny. Name this movie buff. Yeah, I know. I, I don't know. I know who you're talking about. I wouldn't know her name for the life of me. Now, man, that makes two of us. Yeah, I'm sorry, Braun. What, who is it? Doug, I have you know, no idea. Chloe Savini. Yeah. Did uh, you know that, Kat? Wow, that's kind of off the wall. Yeah, it is. I'm sorry, Braun. And, yeah, that's the big deal about that movie, because she gives, like, a full oral in the, uh... In the mo- Isn't that out now? Yeah, it's been out for a while. Oh, okay. All right, ladies first in the hideout, so we'll go to Kelly and Altamont. You ready, Kelly? I sure am. All right, here is uh, Tommy Batts with the movie buff game. This is just for our good friends, Ron and Fez. This statuesque brunette showed all before she was ass to ass in Requiem for a Dream. However, her best nudity came from not inventing the Abbots, but the hot spot where she was topless and showed some ass on a beach. Name this movie buff. Liv Tyler. Sorry. Jennifer Connelly. Ah, uh, Jennifer Connelly. All right, 407-916-104. I like this game. Yeah. I wish some people could get it right, but I... <laughs> you know, they aren't as hard, because uh, you give enough uh, clues to what they've been in other than just one movie. See, the problem is people latch onto one clue and try to go from there. Yeah. They don't listen to the whole thing. Right. So make sure you uh, keep your ears open to the whole question. All right, movie buff game. It's a hideout door prize blowout. On Real Radio 104.1. Go to Kareem in Orlando. You're next up, buddy. All right, here's Tommy Batts. All right. Even though she's an old woman, she's still Hefe's, or was it Chunk's, number one girl. She's been naked in Agent Secrets, Irreversible, Brotherhood of the Wolf, Molina, Under Suspicion, Ultimo, Capadano, Dracula, and La Rifa. That's a lot of nudity for the woman that's portrayed Mary Magdalene, named this movie buff. Kareem? Yeah. You got Did it? Did you get it? You got a guess? Uh, no clue. 
Monica mm-hmm. Bellucci, mm-hmm. the girl of my dreams. She's my picture of my girl. She's my girlfriend on MySpace. She was my number one pick in the Hideout Hottie Fantasy. Yeah, uh, someone stole her. You didn't even know who she was before me, you ass. Let's go to. Uh, I want to at least give out one prize. That'd be nice, Tommy. I'm not making them hard on it's purpose. A, it's the door prize. Uh, the uh, Hideout door prize shutout. Not get no prizes. There, you're right. Today it is a shutout. Cat could win. All right. Should they use? Should we allow Cat to be a lifeline? You want to sure. do that, cat? Fine. Why don't I just give the prizes away? <laughs> Massage therapist, uh, cat, and Kimmy. Who's, who's hurting me? Is she? I'm liking it. All right, let's go to Trent in Orlando. You're next up. The movie buff game with Tommy Betts. Okay. Hey, what's up? I hey, can't dude. make this one any easier. Speaking of older women, this sex pot is best known for having sex in the city. However, I remember her best from her role in Porky's, where she took her skirt off and had sex in the boys' locker room. You may know her from her nudity in the movie Live Nude Girls, or from her great acting in Mannequin. Name this movie buff. Uh, Sarah Jessica Parker? No! No! <laughs> they just, they always go from that one sex in the city. <laughs> Tommy, dude, you can't go throwing chairs, man! Who was it, Tommy? Listen to the whole question, not Kim, just the... F- Kim Cattrall, right? Kim Cattrall. Yes! Gibbs, you alright? <laughs> You scared? You better say yes. <laughs> I'm incredibly scared. It's like when mommy and daddy are fighting. You just want you want to do a little dance and make it all better. Uh, John and Daytona, you're next up in the movie buff game. You ready, yeah, dude? I'm ready to get blown out. All right, here we go. Yeah, that's that's a different game. Oh, yeah. All right, here's Tommy Betts. I've been waiting to see her naked since she was a kid in the movie The Professional. I had to wait through Star Wars and Beautiful Girls until I got the, a glimpse of her topless in a, and in a thong in the movie Closer. Name this movie buff. Um, I'm having a hard time here. Can, can I get blown out by one of the massage therapists? All right. Um, Kimmy, do you have a guess? Do you have a... You want to use a lifeline? Oh, I'm sorry. Cat, do you want to you want to guess? I know exactly what it is. Say it. It's Natalie Portman. Do you, do you agree that it's Natalie? Well, he has to agree. Uh, he disagree. agrees. We'll give a prize out. Jesus. All right, hold I have, on. I have punched the clown with Natalie Portman a lot, so I'm going to say Natalie Portman. Yeah, it is Natalie Portman. Hold on, John. You're a winner. I allow them to agree or disagree because she may not be right. <laughs> but he had nothing better to, to guess, so. Right. She's naked and closer? Mm-hmm. How are her boobs? You can't really see them. It's more like a side shot. It was a letdown. Hmm. Has Scarlett Johansson been naked in anything? Not yet. She will. I, I bet she may. She's got all those highfalutin roles. She may not have to. Oh, she will someday. When she Just fa- out of like some kind of artistic thing. When she falls off her high horse? Mm-hmm. Let's go to John in Orlando next up in the movie buff game with uh, Tommy Bats. You ready? Hot outdoor prize blowout. Yeah, what's up, fellas? Love your show, man. Thank you. Here we go. All right, if you can't get this one, I'm just quitting. (laughs) Best known as the insane Hollywood beauty that wears vials of blood around her neck, this pouty-lipped brunette first bared all in Cyborg 2, Hackers, Mojave Moon, and most recently, Original Sin with Antonio Banderas. However, her best nudity came in the movie Gia, where she played a strung-out lesbian supermodel, and now she's pregnant with Brad Pitt's baby. Name this movie buff. <laughs> Angelina Jolie. Thank you. No, you're a winner. She was naked in another movie too, with uh, who? I, I just watched this uh, like this weekend or the weekend before, uh, where she's just getting banged by, God, what what was the guy's name? Um, I'm drawing a blank here. No idea. Uh, the movie's about she's a uh, CIA agent or something. Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Smith. No. Well, then Jesus I Christ. True Lies. <laughs> she wasn't in True Lies. 
sorry. I don't know. You said CIA agent. <laughs> That's what you... Every time you think CIA agent, you think true lies? Yep. Nice. Let's go to Billy D in Orlando. You're next up in the uh, movie buff game. All right. Here's uh, a movie's Matt. taken. This is a uh, international star, sort of. Not shy about showing her very flat chest. She showed it in the movie The Hole. I like her to Ew. bend it like Beckham, but I still have to settle for her small boobs on screen in the remake of Dr. Shivago and The Jacket. Name this movie buff. Hmm. Oh, man. Bend I know it like it. Beckham. I know it. I don't know. I never saw it. Do you know it, Cat? Billy Does D? Does Cat know it? No, Cat doesn't know it. Right, I, I think I know it. Would you like to go with my guess? Sure, I'll go with yours. I think it's Kira Knightley. Billy D, do you agree or disagree? I'll, uh, I'll agree. You win. Hold on, Billy D, you're a winner. Kira Knightley. She was nude in what? The jacket. The best I watched one was... the jacket. I don't remember seeing her nude in the jacket. I've never actually seen it. But uh, I know she's naked in Dr. Shivago and um, The Hole. Wow, I had no so, idea. So she has jacket in the hole. Hey, yes. <laughs> nice. All right, let's take a break and we'll come back. Hey. You need to clear the lines, Gibbs, because coming up during this commercial break, we're going to hear the cue for people to call in to get qualified for the Orlando Hardly uh, writer course. Ow! It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Coming up next on the Hideout. J-Dubs, there's a lot of stuff we can get to. We can run through a number of things that we haven't done yet. Mm -hmm. Also, we may want to talk about Mideast Barbie. Oh, yeah. Uh, Barbie's uh, making her debut out in the uh, Middle East. Yeah, so we'll take a break and come back. It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. It is El Jefe and J-Dubs. Lester Big Hands is in the house, along with Kimmy and Kat, the Hideout Massage Therapist. Big Hands, bitch. Um, congratulations to Juan Cruz. Is that your brother? Alex? My name is Dro, ass. And uh, Juan Cruz is now qualified. Along qualified with the, to do the Bob and Tom free-for-all. Uh, for the... <laughs> stop. For the MSF basic writer course. Uh, going down at Orlando Harley-Davidson. Next Thursday, we're going to draw three winners. So we will have three winners. And uh, we're going to go take the morning class... January 23rd through the 25th at Orlando Harley-Davidson. We're going to learn and get our permits uh, for riding motorcycles. Plus, mm -hmm. each qualifier gets a, a day rental of a Harley. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. So congratulations. One more qualification left tonight. And that will go down at 10.15 when you hear the cue to call in. Um, so you want to keep the phone numbers handy, 407-916-1041 and 888-978-1041. Uh, Dubs? Yeah. You see that I they talk about the war and the reason part of the war for at least the neocons, the neoconservatives, is to get out there and to spread democracy and to spread capitalism and to spread freedom throughout the Mideast. And I think this is a little bit about what they're talking, uh, talking towards. And Middle East uh, dolls uh, are coming out. They're Mideast Barbies, essentially. So they're Barbies for Muslim girls that include, you know, the traditional 
you know, uh, dresses and things like that. Yeah, they're very, uh, very Middle Eastern, not the Barbie that you'd see over here. Fula, I guess, is the doll's name. Fula. Uh, dark, dark eyed, olive skinned. Um, she has very modest, modest outdoor fashion. And, uh, she even has the Islamic veil. Hot. So, but apparently this is like a really, really big deal. It's a big deal, Bob, because they've made some major changes to the Barbie over there. Uh, one thing is it keeps its mouth shut around Ken. <laughs> or Ken Stoff, as they call him over there. I didn't realize that was one of the things that the Mideast Barbie had to do. Oh, yeah. It's uh, childbearing hips enough to have, uh, you know, about 7 to 12 babies. Hmm. Now, I don't know if this is true or not about the Mideast Barbie... But I heard it always has to stay three steps behind your brother's G.I. Joe's. Yes. Out of respect. Ten steps. Yeah, it, it, is it ten steps? I guess it's ten steps. Well, G.I. Joe's are smaller, so. Right. It's know, only three steps in that case. That's the way it would equate out. Uh, three Barbie steps, ten G.I. Joe steps. Yeah, really, when you think about the difference in the sizes. Mm-hmm. Um, 407-916-1041 or 888-978-1041. Hmm. I guess uh, Mideast Barbie, instead of getting a pink car, she has very comfortable uh, shoes. Not too flashy, though. Yeah, well, because women aren't allowed to drive. No. So there's no reason to get your hopes up with a pink Corvette when you have to walk everywhere. I have some uh, Middle Eastern women. I don't know if it's because it's forbidden or what it is, but I want to have sex with, like, a... uh, Especially like I found, I find, and they're not even really Mid East, I guess. They're more kind, of, they're more Asian technically, but Indian women to me are hot. Well, even Pakistani, I guess too. The Middle Eastern Eastern Barbie is very hot because it only has nine fingers. Because as a child, Middle Eastern Barbie tried to read, so it, uh, it had to pay. Oh, that's <laughs> sad. She was trying to get an education, and she lost a finger. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. If uh, if Middle Eastern Barbie was atomically correct, it would be completely uh, big bushed because they don't they don't believe in I, that it's kind a, of. It's a bar and what? That's I'm, a, I'm saying if. That's all I'm saying. They'd have that panty bulge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and those big bloomers that they wear over there. I'm sure they. The underwear is not flattering. You won't see a Middle Eastern uh, Barbie wearing a thong. So I guess there are major differences between the American Barbie and the Mideast Barbie. And uh, in the uh, in the house that you can get for Middle Eastern Barbie, there's a closet full of uh, perfectly folded American flags ready for Ken Staffa to burn. Hmm. Anytime he needs it. Now this is actually kind of sad. The Mideast Barbie comes equipped with tears since her house is blown up by quote-unquote precise weapons. <laughs> And that's actually, that one is the saddest of all, that the children have to grow up with that pain. Well, this is pretty sad, too. Middle Eastern Barbie can talk. It's a talking Barbie. You press a button. But Middle Eastern Barbie has does not have the ability or the balls to say no. Yeah, you don't ever. Can stop at least. Yeah, you never say no to Ken Stafa. No. Now, Dubs, do you think that it's good that our culture is just kind of invading and, like, spreading throughout uh, the Mideast, and we're, we're taking our Barbies over there, and soon they're going to have our iPods and our satellite radios and just everything? I think it's a, a good thing for 
us. I don't know if it's good for them. I think I think a lot of them like how it is over there right now. They don't. Right? You know, you gotta realize they don't miss it. No. They don't miss having certain things. I wouldn't imagine. And a lot of people don't like it. You know, I, they like their traditional values, and they don't want Barbie coming over there and screwing up everything up. Larry in Melbourne, you're in the hideout on Rob Radio. What do you got, Larry? Ah, uh, you know what's cool about those Middle Eastern uh, Barbie dolls? Uh, now my uh, G.I. Joes can have sex with them. Aww. Well, your G.I. Joe has uh, ten Barbies. That's the problem. Yeah. Each G.I. Joe gets ten Barbies, and if your G.I. Joe goes to battle and uh, dies, it'll get uh, 70 uh, virgin Barbies, which is very nice. Ladies first in the hideout, Angie in Orlando. What do you got, Angie? Hey, I heard that those Middle Eastern Barbies, they come with a camel and a tent. Oh, it's a camel and a tent instead of an actual Barbie house. If, if you are very lucky, you can get the Barbie cave, where you can uh, you can shoot your videos in there. and. Uh... <laughs> That's just sad for the Mideast Barbie. Mariner in Orlando, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What do you got, Mariner? Hey, what's going on, guys? Two things. Uh, first, for the uh, the Middle Eastern Barbie, uh, mm-hmm. the Barbie Dream House, of course, has no power and no running water. You got no. She has to actually walk to the well to get fresh water for the kids. <laughs> That's awful. That's really a sad way. That's not a Barbie actually, lifestyle. Actually, comes with a stick with two, uh, you know, two of those Buckets jugs. On the end. Yeah. Hey, hey, I'd like to uh, make a pro- promotional offer for you guys oh, okay. if you want. All right. Uh, hey, you guys are always looking for some free. Free promotion, free marketing. Mm-hmm. Um, I play uh, poker at a lot of different uh, Brevard County and Orange County uh, sites. It's an organization that allows you to play poker. I'd like to become the official hideout poker player. Uh, every time I go to a tournament or every time I go play, I wear one of your guys' shirts and uh, talk to you guys up. Hell oh, yeah. Definitely. Do you have a shirt yet? No, I, 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 that's that's the only offer that I would need is I would need a shirt or a hat or something like that. Right, here's everywhere, a- everywhere I go about, I play about seven nights a week. Uh, so I'd, I'd make sure I talk you guys up everywhere I go. You, sir, have a problem. No, he's uh, he's great. <laughs> Mariner, here's what's going to go on. We, we have a new order of shirts coming in and hats. As soon as we get them, you're first in line so that you can do that for us. You betcha. Sweet, man. I love, love the show. Appreciate it, Mariner. Why wouldn't you love it? It's the funniest night show in America. And thank you. Uh, <clears throat> All right, Destro says... That Muslim Barbie, and that's not Muslim Barbie, it's Middle East Barbie. Body's going to be a question mark because you don't know what's under the moo <laughs> Okay, it's not a moo You should know better than that. You're a Marine. Have a little respect. That's part of the problem. <laughs> not respecting the culture, Destro. By the way, when Destro called last night, we were talking to the circumcision guy. How high or drunk do you think he was? Oh, he wasn't. He was talking completely sensibly. What were you saying, Chunks? Chunks. I just I would him um, a few seconds. He's like, uh, funny call, by the way. And he responds with that, LOL, yeah, I was pretty wasted. Oh, yeah, I thought. I, and he kept he called back because he got mad. That we hung up on him. I'm like, dude, you already said what you wanted to say. If you want to, you, you have an open invitation to come sit in on the show if you want to. There, You know, we need to get into that more. Of just certain people who are allowed. Because we have the open door... But there's some people I really like having up here. Like big a le- hands? Like a Lester. Big hands, chilling in the corner. You know who I really like? Mm-hmm. People that bring food. Mm-hmm. Lester brought in some crystals. Just for Tommy. And penis, he says. 
Barky. That's for chunks. Barky and Kissimmee are in the hideout on Real Radio. Hey, what's going on, hideout? Yo. Yep. Nope. Want to start out? We love the show down here in Kissimmee. Thank you very much. Even though Hooch was down here, you know. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Mm-hmm. But I want to say Middle Eastern Barbie comes with a machine gun and bomb already strapped to her. Oh, come on. That's not right. That's just sad. That's a sad thing, and it's usually out of necessity. You have to understand what's going on. It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Lines already jammed up for Hey Hideout, your in-screen phone calls. So whenever you hear somebody drop off, that's your chance to dial up. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Very proud to announce this. A week from tonight is going to be the beginning of the Hideout Happy Hour pre-party at Patty McGee's Irish American Bar. That's going to be Thursdays from 6 to 8 o'clock. We've been over there before. We took the heretics over after an open door. Great bar. Uh, Absolutely love it. Full liquor, too. Um, Smokers are welcome. they got hideout drink specials if you have your heretic cards from 6 to 8. $2 hideout uh, hurricane shooters all night. It's at 2083 Aloma Avenue in Winter Park behind the Mellow Mushroom. That starts next Thursday, Hideout Happy Hour pre-party at Patty McGee's Irish American Bar on Aloma Ave. I think it's right over by the Aloma um, Cinema Grill, like right in that little area behind the nice. Mellow Mushroom. It's a great place. Um, let's do Hey Hideout. Hey, 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 Hideout. Come into the hideout, into the hideout, into the hideout. It's your on-screen phone calls. Oh, by the way, Alex PCS got this one in late, Dubs. He said it's going to be odd because Mideast Barbie is going to be revolutionary, the first female doll with a mustache. <laughs> but you can't see it over the face, uh, the face rub. Right. Let's go to Chris McCalla. You're in the hideout. What's up, Chris? Hey, man. You, you know, you're giving me nightmares. I, I used to live in Michigan, and I listened mm-hmm. to Bob and Tom. <laughs> I didn't know you were the one doing the news, but, man, that song. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah, you brought back, man, you gave me nightmares. Did you listen in Lansing? Yeah, I sure did. What years were you there? Um, From 88 to 92. Okay. And then I went back. In 89 until... Or 99? Yeah, yeah, 99 to 2002. Yeah, yeah, you are there with us. You were there. You heard uh, it was me. Uh, I was I was Alex Cruz on the Bob and Tom show, and uh, our buddy Shafee from the Skank Shift. And stuff. Well, I, I knew you sounded familiar, but I couldn't put it... Now I know who you are. Hey, you know, if you guys let me come in, I'll bring you crystals and little Debbies. Oh, Dude, loving I, it. Then you're more than welcome, Chris. Come on up, brother. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah anytime you want. Come on up, man. Open door I power. I know where the studio's at, man. Uh, I'll come up on my next night off and bring crystals and little Debbies. Come on in and hang out. We appreciate it, Chris. Going back to the mid-Michigan days. Mm-hmm. Q106 Lansing's Rock Station. Although I didn't sound like that. No, you sound gayer. I sounded very, uh, yeah. Uh, let's go to uh, Steven in Orlando. You're in the hideout. What do you got, Steven? Yeah, hey, uh, Mitty's Barbie comes with a removable middleman in the boat. Oh, come on. The female genital mutilation is not something that is to be joked about. That's really sad when you think about it. But funny when it's on a doll. 
<laughs> it's your screen phone calls and hey hideout four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero. We having fun or what, man? Best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. Fun night. Uh, let's go to uh, Tommy and Rock Legend next up in Hey Hideout. What do you got, Tommy? Hey Hideout. Yo, dude. This one's directed at the other Tommy, the Tommy Bass that's in your studio. Mm-hmm. Right. I knew every damn one of those little actress questions you asked. So if you ever try to play that game again, I will empty out your damn prize hoopty. Thank God. Uh, you know what? And Tommy, here's what I like too. Let's bring that back. Can you? Uh, I know we've been sitting on that one for a long time. You know one what, what uh, game I'm requesting to come back? Name that celebrity badge. Yeah, that was a great one too. That Oddly was... enough, I have about 12 questions already written for that. Nice. You want to do that one tomorrow then? I gotta go home and transcribe something first. <laughs> okay, well let's do that one tomorrow because, and then on Christmas when when we did when we were at WJFK in DC, uh, Tommy and I did Christmas Day with El Jefe. We did six hours on Christmas Day. It's just the two of us, yeah. And we played, what was it? Name that celebrity Jewish badge. Yeah, it was like <laughs> you, you. I was, I think it was Scientology, and you insisted on calling it non-Christian. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. Oh, my bad. Right, it was a lot of fun, though. Let's go to uh, Justin in Deltona. Hey, hideout, unscreened phone calls. We got Justin. Hey, uh, I work at a local uh, pizza delivery place, mm-hmm. and our newest driver had a pretty interesting story tonight. All right, what happened? Uh, on his first delivery, he showed up at some guy's house who was apparently yelling with his wife, mm-hmm. and uh, shows up with the food, and the wife just says, here, take the money and take the food and get out of here. The guy comes in the room and he says, oh, I'm going to f- kill you. Yeah. And uh, he runs back into the back bedroom and he just ran out of there and drove off as quick as he could. And that's his first drive as a pizza delivery guy? Uh, sorry, what'd you say? That was his first, like, that was his first delivery ever? Oh, no, he's just, he was, he's new, but he's been working there for a week and that was his first delivery of the day. Oh. <laughs> How do you even go that's back what, after that? That's when you know you are just going to have a terrible day. No one's going to tip. Dubs, like you used to be a pizza guy. Right? Oh yeah, it was. You knew, like, just on your first run, on how good of a day it was going to be. No, uh, Gibbs is one right now. Gibbs, you delivering pizzas? Oh uh, yeah, right now I am. Who do you deliver for? Uh, uh nah. You don't want to say? Nah, I don't know. Why not? Why not? Imperial I Dynasty. I don't know if I'm allowed to or not. Oh, why? Because crazy people work there. Your employer wouldn't want to plug? Uh, he probably would, but just because I said it, he'd want to get me in trouble for it, because I, I got to get in some trouble for something. I'm the scapegoat of that place. Oh, really? Yeah. Just because you have a large head or what? Maybe. Forget hmm. it. 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041. Hey, hideout. Uh, Eric, Merritt Island, what's up, dude? Hey, I just wanted to tell you guys I just love you guys' show, and that's it. And just keep doing great work. Oh, thank you very much. That's the kind. Let's see. That's the best call we could ever get, Dubs. Best call we could ever get. Getting praise, sitting in here with a boy Lester, big hands. Getting massages, getting stroked on the phone. I'm loving it. That really is good, huh? I right, well, why don't you say it then, stupid? If you're gonna type it to me, just say it. Positano's Pizza. I'm now dead. Where, Why? Where's it located? Uh, far, far away in Winter Garden. It's in Winter Garden. Yes. Are they get? They have good pizza. Oh, they got good everything. They got like uh, really fancy stuff too for pretty cheap. Right, why don't you bring some in, stupid? I might. No, no, you're not. Not <laughs> you I might. might. You will. It's it's easier to bring in stuff from other places. Why? Because if I tried to get like meatballs and marinara sauce one day. Oh, that's and, awesome. And almost got fired. For, well, t- just for some bread and meatballs and marinara. Well, tell him the hideout wants it. Well, just, 
They'll think I'm, I don't know, think I'm crazy if I say that. They don't have radios. Everybody has radios. No, these guys don't. They're from another country, and I don't even know what country it is, and they don't have radios. Oh, really? Or TVs, or... Well, that's when you know it's good, though. Yeah. If they're, if they're not from around here. But, I mean, it's not, they're not from Italy, so I don't know how they're good at making Italian food. <laughs> but somehow they figured out the recipe? Yeah, they probably stole it from some Italian <laughs> oh, guy. Oh, come on, you just, you're talking about your place of business, you retard. What is his problem? <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh... Chunks? Is that your theme music? You gonna give us a Monday Night Football update? Scott and Mike Maitland, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. What's up, Scott? Hey, hideout. Hey. I just wanted to say that you guys have an awesome radio show, and I wish my radio show was as good as y'all's, because I'm a total douchebag. <laughs> What's your radio show? <laughs> this is... This is... I'm, I'm not going to say, because I'm pretty embarrassed. I'm on my way to go pick up dudes right now. Okay, and... Scott and Maitland. Uh, I, I, I understand what you're saying. Thank you very much for the phone call. Keep up the good radio, guys. And I, and I know you're also listening during uh, U2, so I hear you. Thank you. <laughs> Double M, hideout heretic uh, out in Edgewater. What's going on, Double M? Oh, uh, not much. The one guy earlier had a delivery story he had. Right. I heard my manager told me one that I had to share. I'll make it quick. Okay. This this one girl was delivering. She drove a silver Cutlass, mm-hmm. rolled up to the house, got all of her stuff ready, saw a pickup truck there. Walking up to the front door, this dude comes tearing out wearing nothing but his boxers, just booking it for his truck. Gets in, starts it up, looks at the driver, looks at the car, and then puts his head down. She don't think nothing of it until she gets up to the front door and the lady answers wearing nothing but her negligee. Her face drops and she just says, you, you had to drive a silver cutlass, didn't you? Oh. My husband drives a silver cutlass. Oh, dude, that is, cl- that, is that real or is that some sort of urban legend? No, that actually happened. This was over like in Holly Hill, a little bit north of Daytona. This actually happened. Oh, that's great. That is epic, dude. That is great. Thank you very much, Double M. There's a bunch of guys on the road right now. Hey, I drive a silver cutlass, and I'm never home at night. And I live in... Cheatin' bitch. Holly Hills. Cheatin' bitch. Stamper uh, and Bear Lake back in the hideout. What you got, buddy? What up? I think it's time for the first intern punishment for old Gibbsy boy there. You know, we haven't really done anything. Gibbs has actually been pretty good, and I haven't felt a real need to punish him. Why would you say we need to punish him? Well, lying can't be tolerated in the hideout. Oh, you think he's lying? Yeah, Positano's not a winter garden. It's over here by Bear Lake. It's over here on 436. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. There's, Have you like, s- there's like five of them. Have you seen Gibbs at work? Well, I don't know. I was trying to look in the front window, and somebody's big-ass head was in the way, and I couldn't see <laughs> Yeah, that was, that was Gibbs. That was Gibbs. All right, we'll go to Steve and Claremont here in the hideout. What do you got, Steve? All right, maybe you guys can help me. I'm looking for the pizza guy that my wife gave my cigarette money to. <laughs> and maybe maybe Gibbs can help me. I got some meatballs for him. He can he can give them for free here. You got hey, meatballs? Ray and New Smyrna, you're gonna wrap up. Hey, hideout. We got Ray. Hey, yeah, man. I just want to say uh, hideout rocks and uh, hey, Chuck, you're a big fat bow. That's he's a hungry bottom. That's the perfect way to wrap up. Hey, hideout on Real Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Remember, coming up 10:15, another chance for you to qualify for the Orlando Harley MSF Rider Beginner Course, Basic Rider Course. I am taking that course. 
and uh, I want you to take it with me. Get you qualified. We'll have three winners we'll announce of the qualifiers next Thursday. Tommy Bateman got me the pictures of Kira Knightley. You're amazing, Tommy. I just don't even know how you find the nudity that quickly and for free. Tommy took my massage. No less. <laughs> Kimmy and Kat are here, the hideout massage therapist. Her boobs are nice. Who? Kira Knightley. Uh-huh. What is it about boobs? What do you think about it? Just big udders, and we love them. <laughs> do you think it really is like a mom kind of thing? Oh, of course it is. That just seems We're, wrong. I don't like my moms, though. Yeah, Lester Bickham said that he did. Lester, turn on your microphone real quick. Yeah. Uh, my mom asked me how you were doing uh, when I last talked to her. Ooh. Yeah. She, she doesn't wants, return any of my phone calls. Yeah, she wants some of the sweet chocolate, yeah, I she guess. she does. Yeah. Mm. I look at this picture of Kira Knightley, and maybe she is one of the hottest chicks. Oh, yeah, she's very hot. Look at that. Yeah. I, you know, she's gonna, I think she's gonna be a high draft pick in this year's Hideout Hottie Fantasy Draft. Um, when is that coming up in May? Yeah, whenever the NFL draft is. It's the, the day before that weekend. Oh, that's big news today, too, I guess, supposedly. Reggie Bush, uh, entered the draft. And so did the other one. The Thunder. Oh, the, the Thunder of the Thunder and Lightning crew there? Yeah, he he also has uh, entered the draft as well. People He'll probably th- go like three, third round or something. People say he's going to be better than Bush. I doubt it. I'm telling you, the Texans are going to make a mistake if they draft Reggie Bush. I, I can't call that a mistake. You know, it, it wouldn't be as good of a move as if they took a Young. Uh, yeah, I think Young's actually probably the better way to go. Um, 407 Hideout.net, a couple of places where you can be somebody. The Heretics have absolutely, uh, just, they're really blowing up. I mean, new members constantly, open door is just packed beyond all belief. We're very close to getting a sponsor for the open door. In fact, nice. I, I think we've solidified one, one that will probably provide food. Ooh. Yeah. It Catered. Looks, it looks it looks like it's on the verge of happening. But that's the power of the heretics in the open door. Open door is the last hour of uh, every uh, week, 10 to 11 o'clock. Tommy Bateman, you owe us a stunt. What are you going to be doing? I haven't decided yet. I heard you were going to do the log jam where you rat hole, <laughs> where you rat hole a uh, Lincoln log. Possibly if it comes to that. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping Not Hefe would be here, and I was going to suggest a slow dance with him. Uh, no, that's not good enough. I would oh, say like if yours you, was that hard. I would say if you uh, uh, licked one of his folds. I would that. do that. All right, you know what? Is that well? Not Hefe is not going to be here, and he's banished for a month. Yeah, I mean, if he uh, if he would have come up tonight, that would have been a good one. How about if Big Easy won? That sucker, if you go to uh, hereticshideout.com and under the members, Big Easy One is a very, very large Puerto Rican. I'm just going to say Puerto Rican. Is that what he is? I don't know. <laughs> We're, it's a good guess. Mutt. We're in Florida. <laughs> so I think that Stink Pit, we haven't done the Stink Pit in a very long time. I like Stink Lick. All right, here's what you're going to have to do. Big easy Sorry. one, or whoever the fattest heretic in here tomorrow is, has to lift their underarm. You have to lick each underarm. No, I'm not licking underarms. And then 
And then you have to hold underneath the underarm for... That's fine. No licking the underarm. Two minutes. Kiss? No. Lick belly button. No. <laughs> All right, how about this? Stick your finger in the belly button. Take it out. Ah! Suck on it like it's a lollipop. No, nothing is going in my mouth. And then face plant. No. <laughs> nothing is going in my mouth. Ricky, well, how about... it's a boob. How about big... You can't big say... Big easy. You can't say that, stupid. Man. <laughs> it's too late now. I already had to dump it. <laughs> I love how tries to cover. He chuckles over there laughing like a maniac. Um... So a big easy uh rikishi, rikishi face plant rikishi face plant No <laughs> What do you think Gibbs what would you like to see happen to Tommy Bateman Make out I offered to headbutt him <laughs> But that that would that would be really bad Yeah that is <laughs> Lester's right that would be attempted murder It's like someone headbutting Stonehenge All right, I like the, all right, here's what we're going to have to do then. I say stink pit from the fattest heretic in tomorrow on the open door. And it has to be done. How about stink pit and hug while he's stink pit and he has to hug the guy? Has to be done for 104 seconds. Why 104? Because we're on 104.1. All right, 1,000. Are we? 1,041. <laughs> Thought we were in ninety-one point one. Hmm. Nothing. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four. I think that works. Stink pit tomorrow, Tommy Bateman. All right. That worked for the heretics. Hey, speaking of the heretics, Lester Big Hands, you and the crew, who all went out uh, to go see Hostel on Saturday night? Uh, it was me, Big Ed, um, Zeppelin, and Zeppelin's psycho friend, who I really don't know. <laughs> Uh, that guy's great, though. I, the, crazy. When we went out after the open door policy, he was out there moshing to the cover band while yeah. they were doing, uh, what, Kryptonite? No, they're doing Rage Against Machine, uh, oh. Bulls on Parade. With some girl dude. Yeah. There's this uh, very, uh, very butch lesbian there. <laughs> this is just some of the fun you guys are missing out on. And he was up there, and the band thought they were rocking. They were they were just so into it when uh, when Zeppelin's friend went up there and started moshing. And they'd be like, dude. Do you, do you see the way they were rocking out? Mugshots They're has to have it. us back. You see the way the people were getting into the music? Mugshots has to have us back. Um, so you guys went to go see Hostel, right? Yes. Did you like it? I loved it. All right, I thought you would. I thought that's a perfect movie. It was number one over the weekend, thanks to my recommendation, Doug. Mm-hmm. When are you going to go see it? Um, I'll try to go see it either this weekend or I'll go see it Monday morning. Monday morning? Yeah. I, I, don't, I can't go see it tomorrow. And I, if I don't have a chance to go see it this weekend, I'll go Monday morning. Huh. I'm going to go see a movie tomorrow. I can't decide what I want to see, though. What's a good movie to go see? Brokeback Mountain. Are the heretics going to see Brokeback? We were trying to get the whole hideout, a collective, to go see Brokeback Why don't we go Mountain. do that? for? Uh, I'm down for that. When, did we, when were you trying to do it? In the evening. So um, Saturday? Could, yeah. All right, so Saturday evening is showing a broke back mountain somewhere. Let's do matinee so we don't have to spend so much money. I'm broke. Oh, it's payday weekend. Yeah, you'll you'll be fine. All right, I'll be fine. Where do we want to go see broke? But yeah, Gibbs. Would it be, wouldn't it be a little less gay to see it during the day? Instead of going at night? Yeah, no, the, because the it's going a little too right at nighttime. <laughs> no, going seeing it during the day takes a commitment. Hmm. 
At night, you, you could just be casually watching a movie. Yeah, I just brought up um, the movies coming out this weekend. It looks pretty bad. What's coming out? Uh, Glory Road. I guess that's the story. I, actually, that's the uh, the sequel to Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> I actually want to see Glory Road. It looks great to me. Oh, I'm sure it does. Yeah, I guess, uh, Texas Western sorry. basketball team. Yeah. And uh, Hoodwinked. I guess detectives try to unravel the mystery of Granny's house in a new animated take on Little Red Riding Hood. Okay, no thank you. <laughs> Last Holiday with Queen Latifah. No, <laughs> not interested. And uh, Tristan and Isolde. Hmm? Uh, I guess it's a love affair between a knight and a princess threatens to break the peace between England and Ireland. Ugh. I guess it's claiming to be the original Romeo and Juliet. I, Blackman keeps trying to How talk... How do you like the original? Blackman keeps trying to talk me into going to see Munich, but I just don't want to go and be depressed. All right. When are we? When are the heretics getting together then for Brokeback Mountain? Because I think it would be a blast going. But you know, here's the problem: we're all gonna go see this, and we're gonna ruin it for some people who are there to see it as a serious movie. Mm-hmm. We're just gonna be laughing and ruining it for somebody the whole time. You guys will see Brokeback Mo- Brokeback Mountain, and afterwards in the car will be a Bareback Fountain. Uh, so. <laughs> um. So we're looking to do this possibly Saturday night. Yes, that's. That is the plan. All right, so is there going to be a post on hereticsideout.com? Yes, I will get on that tonight, and um, I'm trying to get all of our uh, alternative heretics, all of our alternative heretics out there, like. All right, no, I hear you. Uh, not half a. Okay, so some of the gay ones, yeah, alternative the lifestyle. Gay. Yeah, the ones with the deep bellies. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> so uh, that could be a lot of fun. Keep checking it out. Maybe we'll all go out for a little movie screening. Brokeback Mountain, hereticsideout.com. Take a break and come back. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. It is a Friday night. Remember, coming up in just about 15 minutes, the final qualification for the Orlando Harley MSF Basic Rider Course. And uh, of the four people who have gotten qualified tonight, we'll pull one winner for the $50 gift certificate uh, over at Orlando Harley. Dubs, this is something actually I found over the holiday. Okay. Um, first, this is a news story about, has anybody watched the show, is it Bratz? I a think cartoon? It, yeah, it's a cartoon, yeah. Bratz, where I guess they're bratty and they dress kind of like cool or hip or whatever. Yeah, the, the toys are really, really big. Are they? Yeah. All right, this, this actually, this first story is about that. Nine-year-old Brianna Castagnata, like many young girls, is a Bratz fanatic. So she was surprised on Christmas morning when she found two dolls from the popular children's TV show Under the Tree. Her mom was also surprised over what the doll wasn't wearing. We were like grossed out. We were like, ooh, they they have thongs. That's nasty. <laughs> Brianna's mother, Victoria, thinks that's that too young risky Savannah? for young girls. The girls look up to these dolls. They want to be like these dolls. You know, and for them to be wearing what what that doll was wearing was very inappropriate. MGA Entertainment, the company which makes the Bratz dolls, says the material is not meant to be a thong and blames the mistake on the manufacturer. But Veronica worries if her daughter's innocence has been jeopardized. She needs to be a little girl because you can't go backwards. (laughs) You need to stay young and stay innocent as long as possible. MGA is offering to replace the undergarment free of charge. (laughs) Ed Donahue, the Associated Press. So... The Brats are wearing a thong. And apparently they don't... But who has seen this show, The Brats? 
Kimmy, do you know a lot about it? Tell me about this show. I have never seen it before, but I saw the doll, mm -hmm. and I'm not going to lie to you. They Hot. look like they're already dressed like whores. Oh, yeah, they are. They're all hoes. So that's, they're in high school, and they're, they're just trying to be cool. That's it. All right, so that's the thing about them, is that they dress like hoochies. So yeah. the mom who buys a hoochie doll for her daughter, who is supposed to have its innocence, is upset over the fact that it's wearing a thong. you got to see these dolls. They look like little hookers. Yeah, they definitely are. And I don't understand how the mom is talking about innocence. They're sorority girls in the making. When it's, they're literally, I, can I, do you mind if we listen to the story again? Sure. It's not that long. All right, play it again, Chunks. Nine-year-old Brianna Castagnata, like many young girls, is a Bratz fanatic. So she was surprised on Christmas morning when she found two dolls from the popular children's TV show Under the Tree. Her mom was also surprised over what the doll wasn't wearing. We were like... You're a whore. Ghost out, we were like... You're a whore. They have thongs. That's nasty. Brianna's mother, Victoria, thinks that's too risky for young girls. The girls look up to these dolls. They want to be like these dolls. Yeah. <laughs> what they the hell? They want to be like these dolls? They want to grow up and they want to be hookers? Is that essentially what it's saying? All right, so that's what you have to understand. All right, now finish it, Chunk. What that doll was wearing was very inappropriate. MGA Entertainment, the company which... It's not the thong that's inappropriate. It's the whole, like, cut-off uh, short skirt thing that's inappropriate. All of it. The whole package. Which makes the Bratz dolls, says the material is not meant to be a thong, and blames the mistake on the manufacturer. But Veronica worries if her daughter's innocence has been jeopardized. She needs to be a little girl. You're a whore. You can't go backwards. You need to stay young and stay... Innocent wow, as wow. long as possible. Stupid whore. MGA is offering to You're replace the undergarment free of charge. All right, that one just pisses me off, man. Because I had never heard of Bratz, but I saw this story, and I saw what they're dressed like, and then I hear this stupid... This is the same stupid-ass mom who's going to complain about what's said on the radio, but mm -hmm. she's buying little hooker dolls for her daughter, thinking that somehow that's innocent. Uh, Adrian in, Adrian in Melbourne, you're in the hideout on Rural Radio. What's up, Adrian? Uh, so, man, I was just saying that, like, all the girls want to be like the hookers, and the youth of America is getting sluttier by the generation. Now, I don't, I don't even know if that's a bad thing. What, what sucks is the hypocrisy, and we need to remain innocent. They need to keep their innocence. Now, I guess there was another story about children's, uh, I guess this was about, this is about Elmo. Okay. Commit to teach kids how to potty train is sending out a message of death. That's according to a Dallas mom. <laughs> it may be a little tough to make out, but this Elmo book says, Who wants to die? When one of the buttons is pushed, the mother checked with other copies of the book, which do not say that offensive phrase. The company that makes the book says it has received several complaints. <laughs> it actually says, Who wants to die? Right. All right, so Dubs and I have a, a copy of this Elmo Death Book. Mm -hmm. and, um, actually, uh, once you get into the Elmo Death Book, which is actually supposed to be a potty training book, uh, the phrases become more and more offensive. All right, here's um, all right, here's another one. Hold on, let me flip through the pages here. All right, hold on. And you just push the button. Push the button and it, uh, it says the phrase. Okay. Do you want to see if all of Elmo is red? Okay, mm. that seems incredibly inappropriate. 
Do you want to see if all of Elmo's red? What is like Red Rocket? Was I guess mean? so. Alright, hold on, let me turn the page here. Alright, let me hit this one. Elmo Climax is better when he's choked! <laughs> uh. I don't even know. What kind of book is this? It's supposed to tell you how to go potty train, but it says he climaxes better when he's choked. Alright, children need to keep their innocence. Mm hmm. Alright, hold on, let me turn the page here. Alright, hold on, here we go. Elmo wants you to throw up on his chest. Huh? What? I guess Elmo likes people to throw up on his chest. I thought this was a potty, uh... Uh, it's a form of, uh, evacuation, I guess. Right, hold on, this can't be right. This isn't good for the children. Hold on. Let me no, it's totally bad for him. Uh, here we go. Yummy, yummy, scatting Elmo's tummy. Okay. <laughs> what the... I can't even believe this is real. <laughs> I can't believe I guess Elmo's Asian. I didn't know. All right, hold on. Let me see here. Oh, here's another. Here we go. Can Elmo borrow some of your T-cells? <laughs> Can Elmo borrow some of your T-cells? I guess I guess he has AIDS. I don't know. What? I don't know what Elmo's We're trying to say there. Breaking hearts everywhere. All right, here's the last. I've always had my suspicions about you, Elmo. Here's Standing the... around in a robe all the time. Here's the last page for uh, the Elmo, what is it, potty training book? What is he going to do right next? Ask you to watch his dog? <laughs> Alright, here we go. Remember, Elmo will break your fingers if you tell. <laughs> oh, come that's like a kid toucher thing. Alright, well, you know, I'm not going to have any more of this book. I can't believe this. Let me take it home. What? <laughs> Nothing. Why would you be a big fan of this? I just want to uh, make sure I burn it. Right. Mm-hmm. Into my memory. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Congratulations to Kelly Pratt of Orlando. She's the final qualifier tonight for the MSF Basic Writer course. Uh, with me, taking the class the mornings of January 23rd through the 25th at Orlando Harley-Davidson. Um, we'll draw the three winners... Uh, next Thursday. So next Thursday we'll draw the three winners. But coming up, out of the four people who got qualified tonight, here in about 15 minutes we'll draw the winner of who wins the $50 gift certificate to Orlando Harley. Because uh, each night of the four qualifiers, one of them will be getting a $50 gift certificate to Orlando Harley. 407-916-1041, and Star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. Dubs, you were talking, for some reason, that Elmo book, which is just still weirding me out. Mm-hmm. I was talking about borrowing T-cells. Yes. And I don't think you can even do that. I don't think it's possible either. Maybe over in that uh, Sesame Street world you can. But... Oscar the Grouch probably has a few extra. He's very butch. There was a story about a woman charged with rape and exposing a 13-year-old boy to HIV. <laughs> um... Charged with rape, a class Y felony, exposing another person to a human uh, immunodeficiency virus, HIV, which is a class A felony. And it accuses her of engaging in sexual intercourse or deviant sexual activity with with the boy while knowing she was HIV positive. (laughs) I think this is why we have the death penalty. 
So here's a 13-year-old kid who's probably thinking, man, I'm banging this 42-year-old chick. This is great. And lo and behold, this whore has it. And knows it. Has the HIV and knows it and is banging the underage kid. By the way, the HIV is my friend on MySpace. Yeah, mine too. (laughs) It added me. (laughs) You better go get checked out then. But, um, so Dubs, you were actually pissed off about this because, you know, other people are getting the death penalty. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, the I think this is the reason we have death, death penalty, not for these victims of circumstance when they kill someone. And, uh, I mean, this is just cold, calculated, killing or possibly killing a 13-year-old. And in a sense, it's almost killing for pleasure. Yeah. When you think about the fact that... She's getting laid out of it and spreading the hiv yeah, to a 13-year-old. Hideout Heretic Zeppelin is here. What do you got, Zepp? It's not a, not only is it high five, but it's not like a bullet to the head or getting stabbed yeah. or your throat cut. It's a slow, miserable death. Right. That is, that's just that's It's just, just something that will torment your mind the whole time is, uh, you have it. And you got to think about it, too. This 13-year-old kid, I mean... Like any sexual encounters in the future, or just any. Oh, now, he's not gonna have any. Now, Dubs, you do you have the story on whether or not um, it was uh, like he for sure caught it, the head. It didn't say in the story whether or not it, it, it says he was exposed to it. It doesn't say if he contracted it or not. Hmm. It might not. There might not be enough time to really completely tell if he has it. Does it what is the inc- uh, incubating period? Like three months? Yeah. Six months, I guess. Really? I guess I've heard can, three to six. Yeah, I can appear any time within that period. Son of a bitch. That's enough just to not want to get laid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Zeppelin. Actually, can remain dormant for up to six years. <clears throat> Thanks for being a downer. Uh, oh, I'm getting this from Jimmy Jam, by the way. Heretic movie night, Saturday the 14th. That's this Saturday. Brokeback Mountain. If you want uh, info or details... HereticsHideout.com, or you can email at HereticsHideout.Yahoo.com. I, I don't think Brokeback Mountain and HIV have anything in common. I don't, think, no, I I don't know what, what kind of saying, uh, tie-in man. you're trying was, to make here. I was just getting an update. How dare you? I'm I'm trying to clear the air here, make sure no one gets mad at us. I want to talk to Gibbs for a second. Gibbs, our last intern never went out, Putin. He refused to be part of the crew. He went out maybe twice during mm-hmm. the uh, when we went out for the open door. Are you going to at least go to movie night, or do you have to work Saturday? Um, I might have to work Saturday, but if I don't, I'm definitely down to go. You are playing baseball on Sunday, though, right? Yes. All right, well, then I guess you're forgiven. Yes, Lester, big hands. If he comes, uh, do we get handicap parking? I think we do with that big waterhead of his. I have to sit in the back. There is, Yeah, there's no way you're going to be able to sit in front of any of us. Do you ever have that problem when you go to the movie theater and, like, the parents, like, behind you are asking you to move because the children can't see around Well, if he the... sits too far down there, the projector won't be able to uh, show the movie on the screen. You'll yeah. be seen half on the back of his head. When there's, when there's like, short chairs at, like, cheaper movie theaters, like, when they're small, I have to sit mm-hmm. in the back, but I can't sit in the back row because, you're right, like, my head gets in the way of the projector. Um, all right. Somebody online is telling me it can be dormant for up to six years. That's why I'm celibate. Now, that's no reason to not have sex, the fear of possibly catching an STD, is mm-hmm. it? No, I, I, I don't think you can sit around and 
be completely afraid of it. You just have to be safe with it. Yeah, you just have to, yeah, you got to bag it. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, Matt Albert says, we should buy a teepee so Gibbs can use it as a party hat. <laughs> I can't wait for that fat bastard to get here. We're what? We're less than, uh, we're like 36 hours out to the arrival yeah. of Matt Albert. Great. I'm excited. <laughs> Hurricane Albert. Um, hey, speaking of condoms, Dobbs, mm-hmm. you know, I right, see if you agree with this. Okay. A Western Columbia town is angered uh, the influential Catholic Church with a, um, a novel scheme to cut down AIDS infections, threatening males over the age of 14 with fines if they fail to carry a condom. So... You so if you uh, get pulled over, just like uh, showing your license, you have to show your condom, too. Those who what, start- if you, what if you just got done using it? All right, yeah, that's that's. But a good... I mean, it's a way to make sure everybody has it with them and can't doesn't have an excuse on. Right, oh, the... I didn't want I didn't want to go buy one. Those who fail to show the condom would have to pay a small fine or take a three-hour course in AIDS prevention, where 14 people died of STDs last year. All right, Only so 14. 14. Maybe it's a small town. Maybe it's like 25 people there. I don't know. But um, is that a bad idea? Carrying around the condoms, mandatory carrying around condoms. I, I don't, I don't think it should be mandatory, but I think it's definitely a good idea to always have one in your pocket. I actually wear mine around during the day. <laughs> Just in big, case. Lester Big Hands, you have a kid. How old's your boy? Twelve. Have you talked to Birds and the Bees yet? Ever since he was ten. You have. Yes, because uh, I That's told you about the little story. girls at the elementary school. The one who got caught, um, she was. Pleasuring another little guy. Oh, really? Already. Uh, these little girls are off the chain nowadays. Yeah, it's because brats. That's what it is. Yeah, and those thongs. So, do you have little hands? Do you make him uh, carry around a condom? No, because if you carry around a condom, I thought the heat uh, it deteriorates at uh, uh, the condom, and I don't want no little, little, little hands. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to be a grandpa. Yeah. I, is it true about carrying around a condom? You can't carry it in your uh, wallet? You shouldn't carry it that long in there. Remember when you were in uh, high school? Oh, I had the ring in my wallet from the condom I carried around so damn long. I did, too. And people are like, you're not going to use that. I'm glad I didn't. Now it's the new ring. <clears throat> um, yeah, Lester. I think Chunk's uh, kind of turned petrified. Uh, I'm sure it has. Chunk, how long have you had condoms? And when was the last time you used one? Um, I don't know. I just kind of throw it out. It's pointless. Let's be honest. It's kind of depressing. I think the other the what's in four your throat? Year a condom. <laughs> four year anniversary is coming up. I think or is it five? I think it's four years mm-hmm. that you would have. Been. Yeah, four. Mm. Now this song was on the last time you had sex, wasn't it? No, it's just a song that uh, is very damaging to me and uh, makes me upset every time I hear it. Thanks, Tommy. Who do you want to touch, Chunks? What's her name? Lester. (laughs) 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 No! No! 
I was an idiot. I was an idiot. Now, Doug. I was an idiot. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, Lester. Do you think it's a wasteland of old used condoms still around Hooch's? All right, <laughs> stop that. I have to pee. <laughs> now, I did. There's one actually in the middle of her back. <laughs> I did think about this though. Remember the guy Dubs when we were in DC. What was his name? Uh, was it Big but- No, Butternut. Ah, Remember butter stuff. Butternut used to. He wore. He was a listener of ours, and he worked at a water <laughs> sewage treatment plant. Mm-hmm. And it was his job to fish the condoms out of the water. Now, do you have to flush? Con- you don't. You can't flush condoms, right? Especially if you have a uh, home septic system, that'll totally clog up your uh, septic system. No. <laughs> In a home septic system, that is very, very bad for what, it. What's wrong over there, Zeppelin? You didn't know that? I really had no clue. I've been flushing them for a while now. <laughs> yeah, that'll. Uh, you'll end up uh, having a backup on that, and then with that backup, you're gonna get backup of yourself up there. And now what's pro- now what's the problem though with that is that then you got to come out and the septic guys or the sewer guys yeah and then they see what's blocking it and then they call you a moron of don't flush the condoms it's not mine it's my daughter's <laughs> so what are you supposed to do? are you supposed to like wrap it in tissue and then just put it in the trash is that what's supposed to actually happen after you put Tabasco in it. <laughs> Tabasco? What the hell is Tabasco? So a girl can't use it later to uh, impregnate herself. What? What are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah. No, don't just say, shake your head yes. What are you talking about? You've never seen that movie uh, um, with uh, Alicia Silverstone. What was that movie? Clueless? Crush. The Crush. Yeah. No, what what happens? She takes a used condom from... uh, Uses the contents. Yeah, uses the contents to say she got raped. Are you kidding me? No. And so where did you come up with the Tabasco thing? Was that because the movie too? No, because if you do that, then it'll burn their... Uh... I'd never even heard... No, they'll... Then they can't you know, say that... Because if they say that, hey, we found the uh, the baby gravy in there, but there's Tabasco in there too, you have a uh, kind of... Yeah, I do that with my... Uh, with my condoms. I didn't know that's what you were supposed to... Lester. Yeah, and um, you take it, and it, it makes the Bloody Mary taste better. All right. <laughs> yeah, actually, you take the condom, you throw some Tabasco, and a celery stick. Yes. And then, uh, Julie in Winterhaven, you're in the hideout on Rural Radio. What's up, Julie? Nothing. What's up? Go ahead. So, condoms, I did not know that you could not flush. No. So basically, condoms are like... Tampons for girls. You aren't supposed to flush tampons either. Right, that's what she's saying. Right. Yeah. All right. So, do you, are you do you maybe at your home then is it a good idea to have a entire separate like trash can for tampons, pads, I think and condoms? That men should have a recycled thing for condoms. You just can't like recycle. Women have a recycled thing for tampons. <laughs> you can't recycle though, can you? Yeah, well, for okay, finger warmers. You, you can't use them as condoms again. Like, but if you are a woman and you go into a restaurant. Restroom. They have a little metal box where you put your tampons. What? They, they should have a metal box in men's restrooms for condoms. Only certain ones in certain bars. <laughs> Thank you, Julie. I appreciate the phone call. One, oh, I got a. You take a uh, pocket full of your used ones up to the uh, local <laughs> bar. I have to go dispose of these. I can't do it at home. Getting five cents back, <laughs> like it's bottles. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Congratulations to Michelle of Orlando. 
She got qualified today for the MSF Basic Rider course uh, with Orlando Harley-Davidson. We're going to be taking the course, me and three uh, of you guys, the mornings of January 23rd through the 25th. Uh, of the four qualifiers, at the end of the night, we also draw a winner. And Michelle in Orlando got qualified today, and she's also the winner of the $50 gift certificate to Orlando Harley-Davidson. So, uh, and with the bake, the uh, bike class at Orlando Harley's on the 23rd. So congratulations to Michelle of Orlando. And also reminding you, too, that a week from tonight, we'll get the hideout happy hour pre-party started at Patty McGee's Irish Bar. That's going on from 6 to 8 o'clock. Full liquor. Um, smokers are welcome. We're going to have some hideout drink specials from 6 to 8. And the uh, Patty McGee's Irish American Bar is at 2083 Aloma Avenue in Winter Park behind the Mellow Mushroom. So that is going on with the Heretics from 6 to 8 on Thursdays. And I believe Chunks will be out there next Thursday night. So that should be a blast. Other programming note, too, is a reminder, tomorrow, Open Door Policy from 10 to 11. Hope to see the Heretics up here in full effect. And we will go to an undisclosed location afterwards uh, to party. Uh, it's now time. Gibbs, I thought you had your guide to the weekend already. Yeah, I, I, I was, but it's unperfected. Uh, unperfected. The, the Everything you does, uh, do is. I thought, I thought the open was ready to go. So you let us down. I'm sorry. Mm. You're very much on the verge of getting punished. It's going to happen soon. All right, Gibbs, what's the guide to the weekend? What's going on? Can we at least have some weekend music or something or other? Um, to Man at work, something? What, what's going on this weekend, Gibbs? All right. First of all, I know everyone is going to be at Latitudes on Friday when Russ Rollins is there. Latitudes, of course, uh, Friday nights, uh, most definitely. And uh, Saturday, Drunky is going to be at Mako's, so you can party like a monster there. Beautiful. Uh, let's see. The most important thing that I have, I'm not going to lie, is Open Door Policy Friday night. If you don't come up for Open Door... You are absolutely retarded. All of these Gibbons. What else is going on out there, Gibbs? All right, let's see. We got uh, AK Lounge um, Fridays and Saturdays from 6 to 10. So don't worry about Friday, only Saturday, because you're going to be at Open Door. Uh, AK Lounge, it's happy hour, and it's uh, free admission. Oh, okay. Free admission at the AK Lounge. Now, I haven't been there. Where is that? Um, it's on the corner of Orange and Pine, I believe. No, no, no. Uh, I'm not sure. It's somewhere downtown. <laughs> it's a really cool place. All right, this is Gibbs' Guide to the Weekend. What else do you have? All right, uh, House of Blues, January 15th. Uh, Snoop Dogg's going to be there. Whoa! Snoop is coming on January 15th. Chunks, how did you not give me tickets for Snoop on a Sunday night at the House of Blues? All right, here is your mission. That's some bullshizzle. Here's your mission. You were to get me tickets to see the one and only legendary Snoop Dogg. Do not roll your eyes at me. I saw you roll your eyes. You better give me tickets to Snoop Dogg uh, Sunday night at the House of Blues. I at least want to see that little pimpy ass walking around with them all the time. We're very good friends with the House of Blues, and we push a lot of their shows. So there's no reason they can't hook a brother up. For Snoop Dogg on a Sunday night. Also, DJ Jesse Jazz, Trill, Atiba. I loved Fidel him when Castro. he was with uh, the Fresh Prince. Yeah, I loved when uh, Uncle Carl would throw him out. Yeah, and he'd always go for ah! Uncle Phil, sorry. All right. Carl was the uh, 
Carlton. Yeah. Carlton. <laughs> Who was Carl then? I don't know. <laughs> All right. We got uh, at the social um, January 14th at 8. Um, it's this thing called skate art. And what it is, it's uh, just some like bands, uh, the worst, the Delusionaires, Ray Barbie, and Anthony Cole. Um, and also they show skate videos from uh, just skater, different skaters doing some stuff. It's only 10 bucks in advance and uh, 12 days the eight, the day of the show. you got to be 18 and up for that. All right. Gives his guide to the weekend. Uh, go ahead and get the phones right now. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. And we will uh, we'll get caught up. I'm so pissed that I didn't know Snoop was coming to town. Yeah, you got to be more in touch, Hepe. You want to go? No. Why don't you want to go? I don't know. I'm not... I, if Dre was there, I'd be down. You know, I'm, I'm a big Dre guy. Okay, so I think I think that Chunks meant to type this to Tommy, but he typed it to me. What? Cool. So now I'll spend tomorrow getting those tickets, then get yelled at for not doing anything. <laughs> Did you mean to say that to Tommy? You're such a douchebag. <laughs> Yes, you did. You meant to talk trash about us to... He meant, does he do that stuff all the time? Not really. He That is a fear of his, though. Come Wait, here, Dubs. Dude. Come here and look at this. I see it. Hey, ass, get on the microphone. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel badly about the tickets. I know I'm going to yell that. You just got busted... Talking trash behind our backs to Tommy. Because you're so stupid, you typed it in the wrong IM box. No. Yes. I don't know if I can get those tickets. And I know that I'm going to get in trouble. Yeah, but you didn't know that you were sending that to Hefe. More than anything, you meant this to go to Tommy. Will you you at least admit that? Uh, Sure. I meant it to go to Tommy. And I got caught. Cool. So now I'll spend tomorrow getting those tickets, then get yelled at for not doing anything. Is that really what you think your life is? Is that wh- is that how we treat you? No. <laughs> I just uh, I just uh, not been able to really sleep lately. Why? Because I'm worried. About what? I Matt Albert? I. No, it's not Matt Albert. Like, I'll go to sleep, and I'll wake up at, like, 3 in the morning, and I'll be worried about something, like, not being right. And I'll wake up in, like, a sweat. I won't be able to go back to sleep till in my head I get it right for tomorrow. Oh, that must take a while. Yeah. So what kind of things keep you up at night? Uh, I'm worried about, like, studio layout and everything, and if, like, papers are screwed up or anything like that. Be more uh, organized. You don't have to worry about that. Well, no, I mean, it's like, I, I, there's nothing I can do about it at 3 in the morning, but, you know, I got to I write down, and I got to make sure I talk to all the salespeople. You realize I better be listening to this and hearing this live on Sunday at the House of Blues, otherwise you're screwed. Yeah, I know. You better not drop this like it's hot. I got to be there with uh, Snoop Dizzle. And get me up in the loge, too. I can't believe you were talking trash behind our backs. I wasn't talking trash behind And I'm now worried that you do it all the time. You have to uh, you have to excuse him. It's a doggy dog world for him. Alright, Matt Albert sends this to me that apparently this came from Chunks in the IM. 
If he twirls his goatee one more damn time, I'm going to take scissors and chop it off. What are you writing to people, Chunks? Uh, Matt says he has no idea why he'd send that to him. What are you doing, dude? Matt's being an ass. And I'd like to take Matt Albert on his first weekend here to go see Snoop Dogg. And I'd like to go with the black guy, too, so I feel comfortable. So you're going to take someone else with you and Matt? <laughs> Gibbs, is there anything else? I learned something the guy to the weekend. Thank you, Gibbs. You're very welcome. If you can't make it to the Snoop Dogg show... Southern Championship Wrestling is going to be at the American yes. Legion Hall. Because it's the exact same crowd. You know who's going to be there? Who? Larry Zabisco. The living legend? The living legend, Doves. He so, lives in the area. I think. Does he? Yeah, I believe so. Why does he get up here? Because he's Larry Whistler. <laughs> That's his real name. Oh, really? Sad that I'd know that. Killed him. <laughs> $12. $12? $12. Who else is wrestling out there? Do you know? Oh, uh, yeah, I got a whole list. Okay. All right, let's see. Still real to me, damn it! <laughs> Do we have that? Crying man? Is this one of those things, Chunks, that you worry about that you don't have that keeps you up at night? Well, maybe you should have a whole file of uh, all the sounds and everything we use. All right, Matt Albert says, sorry, I don't listen to black music. The only rap stylings... Only the rap stylings of Mike Shinoda touch these eardrums. <laughs> he should be beaten for writing that. Sissy. What are the wrestlers? We got Chasing Ranch versus Heartthrob Scott Davis. Yes. Underground King Slick Wagner Brown versus Shooter Vordell Walker. <laughs> no, 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 no. Wrestling, not the gay porno film. Wasn't that guy in Walker named Cordell Walker? Vordell. Okay. <sighs> Living legend Larry Zabisco versus Rip Malibu. <laughs> and a six where's, man... He, he must think, where's my career gone? This is the kicker right here. A six-man tag match. Six-man in a cage. Who? I don't know. It doesn't say. <laughs> <laughs> You're a moron. dick. You're a moron. Four oh seven nine one. Do you have the ultimate crier chunks? Have you been looking for it? Yeah, I'm looking for it. <laughs> oh, boy. I hope you have nightmares about this tonight, you son of a bitch. You should. We brought it up four minutes ago. You just started uh, looking for it? Maybe you should cut your hair so I can get through your uh, to your ears quicker. Well, that's actually his ear hair. That's what that mm -hmm. is. Yeah, I got it. All right, let's play the ultimate crier. The truth is, I broke the law. That's not the ultimate crier. That's not. That's that's that. We're talking about the wrestling guy. It's still real to me. Look at oh, him. Yeah, hold on. Look at him with this the dumbfounded, confused look on his face. You messing up all the time is not funny. All right, you know, I Matt, sad. Matt Albert says I can get the link again if you need the ultimate crier, please. Send to the, what do you call them now, Dubs? The Hungry Bottom. Hungry Bottom. Thanks, Matt. New producer. <laughs> we should call him Better Than Chunks. That's his new radio name, Better Than Chunks. That's everybody's name. That's what this monster can I'm calling right now. Better Than Chunks. Next Better than question, chunks. Jeff, where are you? Right there. Yeah, um... I just want to thank each and every one of y'all for all you've done to your bodies. 
It's still real to me, damn it! Thank you. Take it easy, man. You're awesome. Thank you so much, Mr. Buck, for saying what needed to be said. I don't want to see another one of these. Well, thank you. <laughs> Those are the greatest. The Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Wow. That's a joke. That's a J Dub's creation. Wow. Uh, it's a, I'm in shock. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Tomorrow night, the open door policy. And uh, thank you to the heretics who stopped by this evening. Bless the big hands, Zeppelin. Of course, Thursday night with the beautiful Kimmy and Cat, hideout massage therapist. Um, by the way, Dubs, no Mark St. Amant tomorrow. Why? He's going to be at the Rolling Stones concert. What an ass. I think it's forgivable. All right, Dubs, heard it first on the hideout. Here's some of the big stories that are going to be talked about all day tomorrow. Alito appears headed for confirmation. Um, I guess they got done with the 18 grueling hours of the Senate interrogation. And apparently the questioning made Alito's uh, wife cry. Like she had Everybody's to stand crying up. anymore. She had to stand up and like leave uh, because she didn't... I don't know if she didn't like what was being said or what happened, but she got up like a crybaby. Do you know what that was? No, I don't know what was asked of her or... Um, but for some reason, she gets up and she goes. Um, according to a representative, Jennifer Aniston wasn't alerted to the pregnancy. Brad Pitt did not call Jennifer Aniston to tell her about... Uh, Why would he? The girlfriend, Angelina Jolie's pregnancy. Why, who wants to be uncomfortable like that? Yeah, do you make that phone call? No. She, You, you got a divorce with her. You don't have to deal with her anymore. You don't have any kids together. There's nothing tiny together. Okay, according to Extra, all the reports about phone calls between Jennifer Aniston, Brad Pitt, and, uh, and Angelina Jolie are made-up lies. What were they? Did they say they had a three-way call going? I guess. <sighs> Trying to clear up reports that Pitt and Aniston uh, spoke before the announcement on Wednesday. So is that a thing, though? If you get your uh, your girlfriend pregnant, you got to call the ex? No. Lester, you say yes? You call and say, hey, look. Hey, look, you barren bitch. I got somebody else pregnant now. <laughs> Burning hell. You barren. You dried up hooker. Um, all right. Since your womb was a rotted apple, I had to go find something that actually could grow. Why just be mean? Uh, U.S. backs Europe over nuclear Iran. Iran says it will resume research at its uh, nuclear complex. So we're uh, right now in the middle of this old quagmire in Iraq. Mm -hmm. Afghanistan isn't being handled probably the way that it should be. And now we're already moving on to Iran. Well, it's just a natural progression. Will we ever not be in war? No. When you you say you're going to have a war on terrorism, as long as people want to hurt anybody else, you're going to be going after them. When will they realize that these wars on drugs and war on terrorism... These are no-win wars because there's no set definition. Mm-mm. You're never going to rid the planet of terrorists. There will always be one. There will probably always be thousands. Yeah. 
And so somehow they figure, well, we're going to have a war on terrorism. So forever we need this kind of power. And now Iran's next. Oh, man, we're spreading ourselves too thin. We're leaving ourselves open here in our homeland and our great America. A stampede during a pilgrimage to Mecca kills 345? Yes. No, that's not right. Yeah, Come on, Zeppelin. No, it's not. Oh, I thought you meant the story's not right. No, the story is right. Um, but apparently they were on their pilgrimage. And I'm not, it doesn't actually say how it happened. I guess just a stampede. Mm-hmm. And the <laughs> EU says no need for a heightened travel alert over bird flu. So basically they're saying there's no reason to get your panties in a wad. Don't worry about going to Turkey just because some little girl kissed on and petted her dead chickens. Worry about going to Turkey because you'll be bored. I've heard Turkey is beautiful. I'm sure it is, but there's only, you can look at a postcard and get the same uh, effect out of You've it. You've never left America. Exactly. There's no reason to. Shut the hell up. No, why should I? Lester Big Hands, you've traveled this world of ours, haven't you? Yes, I have been to Turkey. Now, Dubs, you were saying this. Uh, it's such an ignorant statement about there's nothing to do in the rest of the world. Well, there's so much to do. There's so much to do. Name one thing. Uh-huh. Go look at stuff. Ooh, go ex- fun. Go experience different cultures. Go see things. I don't care about a different culture. Go see something from a different point of view. I'll do that. I'll go to Sanford. <laughs> <laughs> totally different world over there. Instead of the same point of view, you and your green van mm-hmm. and the... Uh, const- the traveling van. And the constant trips to 7-Eleven to buy exactly. monster parliament light cigarettes. That's all I need. Where all have you been, uh, Lester Big Hands, in your military? I've been to Turkey. I've been to Panama. I've been to uh, Germany. I've been to Czech border. I've been... Why don't you go across it? Oh, you don't want to go to Czech <laughs> But they have the best bootlegging known to man. Where, in Czechoslovakia? Oh, yes. All right, so where was the best place overseas that you went to? Panama. Because of the women? Oh, or? the women. And the, and the hookers, were, uh, they were like two for $5. Nice. <laughs> Now, is, is it like Thailand? Why, Zepp- you can get boys? Yeah. Zeppelin, where, boys. <laughs> Zeppelin, where have you been on your travels? I have been to Thailand, Japan, Australia, England, Spain, Aren't Greece, you- Saudi Arabia, Kuwait, Iraq, Afghanistan. He's warranting all these places. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Yes. <laughs> Just leaving a trail of dead bodies. I have pleasured myself in all of those countries, though. I imagine. Yeah. That's got to be kind of cool to say that, though, right, Dubs? Well, you say you could you've pleasured yourself in Maitland and in Fowlerville. In my mother's room, uh, my sister's room. <laughs> in Ale- and in Alexandria, Virginia. That's where Dubs has been to see the world. Into my stove. I don't know why I did that. I'm you're gonna have to cook in there sometime. <laughs> you were at a cleaner. That's what you thought the self cleaner was in the stove. <laughs> What is a stove self-cleaner anyway? Doesn't what? it kind of burn everything yeah, off? Uh, yeah, it gets up to like over 550 degrees and uh, it burns everything off. That just doesn't seem safe. Why not? Because it's getting up to over 500 degrees in your house. It's not safe if you put babies in there. Yeah, if you put a baby in there, then you I would say no. <laughs> That's where black babies come from. Oh, <laughs> thank you, Lester. <laughs> I always wondered that. Nightmare Dave, you're in the hideout of Radio. What's up, Nightmare Dave? What's up, hideout? What's up, heretics? Yo, buddy. 
Alrighty. Um, <clears throat> you still haven't sent me a message on the baseball thing. All right, you got to send me. Send me an email. Uh, send me something on MySpace, but send me an actual email. Send you an actual email. Yeah, because I'm gonna forward right. it to my coach, and he's gonna get out all the info to everybody who's contacting me about baseball. Aren't you in the six-man tag this weekend? Uh, <laughs> I wish. No, I've been thinking about coming out of retirement, but uh, no, it's the shooter. Oh, for everybody's the waiting for it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I I heard. Yeah, this, the guy's name is Shooter Vorda Walker, and he's kind of like a smaller version of The Rock. He's really cool. I've, I've hung out with him and stuff. I heard John Cena say, please don't. Please don't come out of our retirement. Nightmare day. Yeah, I'm still a little bit too uh, fat. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Or the mid to come out of retirement yet. Thank you, buddy. All right. Uh, we are uh, we're out of here. What a fun show tonight. Good Quick. job. Yeah, it did. It flew by. We'll see you tomorrow for a Friday night in the Open Door Policy. Congratulations to everyone in the quarter past the hour qualifications. And uh, Michelle in Orlando, who won the $50 gift card to Orlando Harley-Davidson. All this info, Chunks, should be on our website. Uh, you and Tommy get together and put it on the hideout page on realradio.fm. Other than that, wake up with our buddies, the Monsters in the Morning, Schindelberg, Middays, Phillips, Fall in the Afternoon. We're back at 7. Don't be ashamed to entertain listening to the hideout. Funniest night show in America. Best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. Be somebody and always talk good. Stay classy, Orlando, and question authority. We out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. I'm a transvestite. I'm a Shut up! Stop it, you weed, you baby! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! You're a whore, admit it, admit you're a big whore, go ahead.
smacking my hoes. I be smacking my hoes. I be smacking my hoes. Not interested. I thought. I five thousand.